Longhorn Nation, we're back. All right. Welcome to another episode of Fire the Cannon. I'm Rocky. <clears throat> I'm Megan. And we are Fire the Cannon. So today we have a really, really awesome episode. This is one that is near and dear to our hearts. It's something we started a few years back and are really proud to keep this going. This is our mama's episode. So you know them and love them. We we always support all our Texas players. Well, y'all, these are the fine ladies that brought these guys into the world and raised <laughs> them into the fine young men that they are. So let's go ahead and go through some introductions here. Okay, so this is always one of our most popular episodes because everyone wants to hear from the mamas. You have got you ladies always have the best stories, the best advice. It's just fun to have a good talk. So first, we'll go around the circle. We have Dr. April Finkley. You know her son, Justice Finkley, number one. He wears the number one. He plays the edge. He's a sophomore. They're from... Enemy territory, Trustville, Alabama. <laughs> uh, Justice Finkley, um, Dr. April Finkley, welcome. Thank you, ladies, for having me again. Glad to be here. It's going to be fun. Yes, thank you. Okay, Yolanda Taylor, you know her son is Jalen Ford, number 41. He came back for his senior year, and we could not be happier. He plays linebacker. We know all the preseason and awards he should have got at the end of last year. <laughs> But, you know, he's coming for it all this year. His Her son is Jalen Ford. Welcome, Yolanda. Hello. Yes. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to coming. be here today. I'm so excited to have you. We also have Miss Angie Weisner. Angie is a newcomer to the Mama's Chat. Welcome, so Angie. We're happy to have you. She <laughs> is the mother of Trey Weisner, number 26. He is our freshman running back from DeSoto. Um, we're going to get into some fun experiences. And then, of course, y'all know and love her. It is Miss Yolanda Wells Broughton, always <laughs> affectionately known as Mama B. She has joined us. She is Vernon Broughton's mama, uh, number big number 45, coming with the heat. Big day on Saturday. <laughs> we heard 45's name a few times on Saturday. Absolutely. Good. So, again, thank you, ladies, for joining us. We're, we're so thrilled to have you here. Thank you for having us. All right. Thank so you. Uh, we kind of gave a little bit of intro, um, just a little touch on it, but let's go around the circle if you like. Um, Dr. April Finkley, Trustville, Alabama, you're there right now. Your yeah. son, Justice Finkley, okay, high school, All-American, state honors, top 10 player in the state of Alabama, dual athlete, right, wrestling and football. Tell us, April, a little bit more about you and a little bit more about your son. So... Um, I guess for context, um, well, you've given all of this sports stuff. So we've always been sports family, but we didn't really think that football would be his path to um, college, you know, because his dad and I both started out as teachers and now we're in administration. And so um, we were always like, listen, we can retire when you're college age and we're not paying for college. So you've got to get a scholarship. You've got to do something. But we always thought it was going to be academics. And then his freshman year in high school, um really he got his first offer from LSU it just kind of hit us like bam like hmm so, <laughs> so that's, that's no joke an offer from <laughs> yeah LSU. like it really hit us and then he started getting you know others Tennessee his freshman year so we ended up making a decision um for him in terms of 
Um, just kind of focusing on football, leaving wrestling alone, you know, just not getting that knee pushed to his forehead <laughs> all day on a mat on Saturdays and just kind of protecting his assets. And so I uh, really just did the numbers of D1 wrestling scholarships versus football. And so um, um, just, you know, God has a plan and, you know, um, that was his path and we're loving it here. So um, fun fact about Justice, he was an only child for 16 years. He was our, our husband's only child. And then the boss came. And so um, we all love boss, baby. I love boss, baby Jersey. So he has a newly just turned four year old baby brother. So, all right. so I also have two only kids because, you know, Justice went off to college. And so boss probably thinks he's the only kid. <laughs> And people should also probably know that you throw the best parties because you threw it down last week in Alabama and we had a blast. Oh, let me make a big apology to my, our moms because the way I compartmentalize and, and do things like I have so much, I have to knock one task out at a time. So I knew I wanted to have something on that Thursday. And um, I was like, if I'm having something, if you can come. But of course, people already made reservations for hotels and flights probably months ahead. And so I want right. to make it up to my mamas that couldn't make it. That's we'll okay. have time to, to park in Bama. Have more time. Well, I haven't quite forgiven you for that. <laughs> uh, you, you know, I don't bite my tongue. So I'm just going to let you know Can I make that. it up a little bit with taking y'all, showing y'all the Birmingham nightlife on Saturday? No, that was fun. Friday. So yeah, she yeah. made that up because she yeah, did. She did. And and we had a good time. Just, really just to did. have you know, just so that you know that we did go get our victory dance and, and shut it down. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, I, now told I feel her. bad because I wasn't invited to go shut it down. But listen, they <laughs> yeah, I told I her like, that Yolanda, no, it's Yolanda okay. was determined to go get that victory How dance. How did y'all make it? Did. They went back to Birmingham like I was probably still on the road at maybe almost one. And so the night spot closed at two. I'm like, did y'all jump in a time portal, a time machine? How did y'all get from Tuscaloosa to Birmingham to party and do a victory dance? L listen, we got oh, there at 30 and we made requests that from that point on to get our I victory dance. She was calling ahead, like, we're coming in hot. Because other people were saying it was taking Georgia stuff yeah. and stuck in traffic. Y'all know I went in with my pom-poms, right? Yes. <laughs> I know y'all represented Saturday because Friday y'all took, you know, Longhorns took over. And so I know the moms, I know y'all represented Saturday. I'm so happy y'all. Absolutely. Good yeah, job. we did. Good job. Love it. Okay, Miss Yolanda Taylor, your son is Jalen Ford. Everyone knows first team all Big 12, preseason for every award, preseason favorite for every award, defensive player of the year, all of these preseason for Big 12 honors. Um, but most importantly, we know and love um, you because you're now one of our greatest friends and we just have the best times uh, pre-prepping for the games. Uh, Yolanda, tell a little, everybody a little bit more about you and your son. Okay, Jalen. So Jalen is from where we're from, Frisco, Texas. And Jalen has played every sport I think there is. He's played basketball. He played baseball. He football. He did a little wrestling, nice. powerlifting. <laughs> I think well, he tried everything. <laughs> and I think when he got to high school, you know, he made a decision to just stick with football. But he has played football, I think, since he's been five years old. 
you know, and he just really was good in football. And everyone thought he was the fastest kid on the team. They would always give him the ball. <laughs> I'm like, y'all are going to just run my little kid to death because they just gave him the ball, I think, on every play up until he couldn't play anymore, which is in like the little league football. But we got to high school and he made a decision to play football. But I remember him asking me which position should he play? Because he really liked receiver. He wanted to be in high school. He wanted to be a wide receiver. But I told him I thought that he would be better in playing defense. So he made the decision, not because that's what I said, but I think that he made the decision because Marvin Mims was um, a competitor on his team and he was really fast. And so Jalen could not beat him. So he thought, okay, I'm going to play defense. <laughs> but he ended yeah, up beat being... Him, hit him, right? <laughs> well, exactly. he still catches a lot of balls even on defense. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah, yeah, he does. But um, he, I actually really enjoyed Frisco and living there. You know, um, Jalen was very a low-recruited player. And, of course, I thought he was better than everyone thought he would be because he was a three-star, but that didn't bother him because he didn't really care about that. I think it was me because I knew that he was better than what everyone thought he was going to be, but Mama he knows. proved him wrong, That's you know? Right. Um, Mama knows. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I'm a sports person. So I, my family, my brother um, played football and, you know, I have a lot of athletes that are um, cousins of mine that are in the NFL as well. Wow. So, you know, really a, a, a football family, a sports family. And so I think Jalen will tell you that, you know, everyone is always looking at sports. And so um, I'm actually happy that he decided to come to Texas um, even though the recruiting was kind of crazy because he was going to go to Utah. But he made the decision to come, you know, um, because he wanted to wear Texas across his chest and so wanted to represent the school. So I'm actually proud of him. Oh, we, and, we love that he's with us. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Jalen is, uh, you know, his dad and I um, – or not together anymore. We were d divorced. And Jalen is the only, my only child, but he has two brothers um, from his dad's side. And so he loves his brothers. And any chance he gets to spend time with them, he does. And so here we are. That's awesome. A little closer to home, never hurt, right? Oh, oh yeah. I'm definitely. sure they're proud of him and they brag on their big brother, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah, because if um, being in Utah, you know, actually, Utah is, um, we went to visit there. It's a really great school. Beautiful great family. campus. Beautiful oh, beautiful campus. campus. And when Jalen de decommitted from there, you know, everyone was so welcoming <laughs> still. Um, oh, I can actually thank them for, you know, the way they represented um, the school, even when he decided not to come there. So That's kudos right. to them for definitely um definitely a class classy organization 
That's awesome to hear. That's rare because usually when you decommit from school, all of a sudden you were overrated and trash <laughs> and blah, we didn't want you anyway. You're scared of competition. Yeah, the, we've 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 seen it all, unfortunately. When so I'm glad they treated your 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 son with the respect he deserves. No. Oh yeah, they did. Good, good, good. Good job, Utah. <laughs> All right. So Miss Angie, we uh we know a lot about Trey coming in as a freshman, uh again from that DeSoto area, a state champion and a dual athlete. So football and track and field. So we got a little speed in him. Um, and he was a top 100 player in Texas and a top 250 player nationally. Those are some pretty staggering credentials. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and then a little bit about Trey as well, please? Yes. Um, I'm pretty much like the other women. We football, well, sports, because I got three. Trey is my oldest child. He's 18. I got a 17-year-old and a 16-year-old. Oh, my goodness. Ooh, <laughs> my TV broke, y'all. My TV broke. <laughs> my TV broke. <laughs> Trey That's is hilarious. So, um, but growing up, I kept all, I didn't keep them, they did actually, because I tried to take off one year and um, the coaches ended up coming to pick them up every day for, for sports, but they did play um, basketball, well, football, basketball, and track, you oh, know, wow. those all three sports that him and his brother and his sister actually played basketball and track and volleyball. But um, I'm from um, Head Texas, is a small town, you know, by Waco. Mm -hmm. um, hey, Trey wasn't, oh, yeah. Yeah. Trey was born in um, Arlington, Dallas, but uh, we ended up moving out to, back to the hell when he was little because um, two people in my family got sick, so I had to go help take care of them. Oh. And then um, I was like, okay, I'm tired of the hell. So we ended up going to Waco. When we went to Waco, Trey ended up getting all his offers, but Waco started getting kind of real, you know, a lot of violence, a lot of killings that were young oh. kids, and they were... Um, it was a lot of kids that, like, every time I turned around, it was a child that uh, my son knew, a child that he played football against, a child that was in another school, you know, but they were younger and younger and younger. And I was like, oh, no. So we did end up moving, like, to the Glen Heights area where he went to school in DeSoto. I have to piggyback on the lady with the stars because when we came over to DeSoto, Trey was like a four-star. By the time he got out of high school, he went to three stars. Me, personally, I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't care at all. And I don't think that he cared either because um, he knew the, the type of player he was. One thing mm -hmm. happened was when we did transfer over to DeSoto, I'm not taking nothing from DeSoto. DeSoto already had their stuff situated, you know, as far as players. Right. Um. So Trey was a senior and he was expecting it to get more playing time, but he didn't get as much playing time as he wanted and that's what you know brought his star down but he was like you know I, I always check on the mental of my kids so I'm asking them every day Trey you okay what's wrong he was like mama look I'm okay he said I'm the type of player who I'm gonna do my part wherever I need to be on that field if they need me I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it with a smile he was like as long as I'm on that field I'm okay so hearing that from him and watching his stars go down I was like okay it is what it mm -hmm. is I know the type of running back that he is so um, yeah, besides absolutely. that, besides that, he's a good kid. He's a really, really respectful. He's respectable. He is so humble. And that, that calms me because Trey is a different kind of child. I got three kids, so I have, I have the best of all three worlds, but <laughs> Trey is the type of person who can come to you and uh, say something to you 
not only will it soothe you, it soothes your soul. He's a good kid. Aww. He's a really, really good kid. And um, he get labeled a lot. I was listening to this podcast from a guy on Longhorn when Trey made his first, you know, assist with that tackle. On, um, I think he's on um, punt. And he's happy, y'all. He's happy to even be touching the field. Even if it's not running back right now, that boy is crazy happy. So it, it makes me happy. Um, and the guy was like, uh, Trey got a little thug in him. And I was like, what? I was like, what? <laughs> so his daddy was like, calm down, calm down. I was like, so what does that mean? So his daddy was like, calm down. That don't mean nothing bad. It, it don't have to always mean something bad. <laughs> so I think they look at Trey. Trey got a lot of swag, y'all. And I'm going to tell y'all something. He likes to dance. He likes to dance. He likes to rap. He likes music. He likes all of that. But he ain't no thug. Yeah, maybe they should have used the word maybe a little dog in them or a little, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. they should have used the word thug because that can have a very negative connotation. But, okay. but, when, but look, his daddy made me see it from a different light. He was like, let him use thug. It's okay. That's okay. Because um, the his style of playing. But I guess they see the goals. And um, and that's I guess that's why. But he, he is a good kid. He's a, He has a really, really great heart. He's the first, my mom has five kids, it's me. Well, I, my, one of my sister passed, but it's me and uh, three more. And out of all the kids, we got about 16 grandkids. Um, he's the first one to get a, a scholarship and um, go to school like this. And unfortunately, I went, but some, I got certain degrees, but I didn't complete it. So this, I'm proud of Trey. This is, it makes me proud, it really does. He's a good kid and my main thing in life is God first and my kids. So that's 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 what I'm centered around. My kids and basically I like to help people. I love people and I love to love people. And that's Aww. it. See, that's what people want to hear because now when they see Trey on the field, they have a little more understanding of him as a person, you know, and more yeah, more exactly, Megan. I love that. Mm-hmm. Thank he's, you. He's Thank you. We will keep talking and you'll have we'll have so much more opportunity to keep learning about your kiddos and you. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Yeah. So uh Mama B, you know, we again we we know you, we love you. We're so happy that Vernon's back. He was uh selected for the Under Armour All-American game. He was uh, a two-time all-district uh honors kiddo and a dual athlete. Now, Mama B, we know that basketball runs deep in your family. So <laughs> Tell us what we we know your story. We know the the history and and how how deep that sport goes. But tell us a little bit about you uh, and Vernon, please. We'd love to hear it. Hey, hey. <laughs> so, um, so patient. Vernon, Thank you. <laughs> no problem, y'all. Um, I've shared this story before that Vernon grew up playing basketball because that's what I know. His dad know we. Actually, his dad and I met in college and were college sweethearts at one point. But nevertheless, um, Vernon didn't grow up playing football. Um, um, And I'm going to say this because big kids often get labeled with a stigma. They're supposed to be grown. And I didn't like the connotation of sixth grade. And I am, I didn't want my son to quit anything, but 
when grown men are out here coaching our kids and are expecting uh, them to do grown men stuff, I understand that it does come naturally for some kids. But at the same time, you don't tear a kid's confidence down to, to get what you want out of them. And um, so nevertheless, my son didn't play uh, football again until we got until he got the 10th grade. And I didn't have a problem with it because I just felt like as a former collegiate coach that, um, you know, he was making a lot of strides in in basketball. But anyway, I pulled away from football. One, I didn't know football. I still don't know football. <laughs> and I just relied on what I knew, which was basketball. But at the same time, uh, I stepped away from coaching a career of 22 years so that my, my children would have that same opportunity. Now, God knows, I didn't know which direction we were going to go. So uh, Vernon's in high school, 10th grade year, and Hurricane Harvey hit. And so the coach asked him to come play football, just give him one year. So I said, Vernon comes home. And I told Vernon after sixth grade, he didn't ever have to play football again. And I, I was fine with that. Just finish the season out and uh, you don't ever have to play again. So um, half the, we probably missed half, he probably missed half the season of his first football um of high school year in 10th grade. Well, <laughs> either I don't know football or I didn't know basketball, but immediately as the season ends, Vernon's first offer, I want to say, was Ohio State, then Texas, then oh, then Alabama. I was like, wait a minute, son. We, we got we to gotta revisit this. Look, <laughs> I'm sorry. I know mama already got you. You know, he's, gonna, he's playing on a tennis, uh, Adidas network for basketball. They're getting ready to go to Vegas. And I'm like, son, football is going to pay the bills. So <laughs> <laughs> we need to shift. You know, Maybe we, we pull this to... back a little bit here. <laughs> and to this Absolutely. day, he still, until this day, he still loves basketball. Uh, I know on all the videos, maybe at Coach's house, they're trying to play basketball in the water. He thinks he still has it, but uh, he did give it an opportunity, and before you know it, it flew up to almost 40 offers and still didn't oh know what he was doing. Goodness. So at that point, you start looking for trainers, you're looking for this, you know, and everybody said, you know, coming out of high school, he was raw. He didn't know what he was doing, and um, but I'm just really proud of him for pushing forth and uh, finding a way, even though he, you know, he loves basketball. He'll tell you to this day, even when Texas recruited him, and they use the basketball angle because <laughs> that's the language in our house is basketball. So having a sister playing college basketball and now my my tenth grader, he he's definitely a football player, but he thinks he uh, he's a basketball player too. And I just think that's my fault, not theirs. But <laughs> nevertheless, God is good, and I'm just truly blessed. And what and I'll also say this: whether my child is on the field or not. I'm going to support my child. Um, it it doesn't matter. I, I go, I'm going to travel. I may miss something, 
and then I'm going to be regretting it <laughs> myself, <laughs> but I'm there for support. And I, I want my children to understand that as they go on in life, which they're building their families to support their families. Cause we all, we got, yes, and yeah. um, I'm really appreciative. I'm one of the few myself and Yolanda that has been through a coaching change. And, um, and it's, it's been, it's been a, it's been a, good ride. It really has. And seeing the changes and how um, our players and our young men, the growth on the field and the growth off the field. So I commend yeah, Coach Stark and his staff, mm -hmm. Coach Bo. He can cuss me out we, we <laughs> if he needs to. But I understand the message. And sometimes it just got to be delivered that way. But I really commend <laughs> staff and what they're doing. Um, I do, do know it's in the best interest of our young men. So, yeah, absolutely. Mama B, quickly, you mentioned your daughter that plays basketball. How is she recovering from yeah. her surgery? Well, we had a follow-up appointment and they uh, um, took about, withdrew about eight ounces of fluid off her knee. Ooh. Per the doctor, um, her quads hadn't quite fought come back to life or as he says fired up again so it's just it's take it's, it's gonna take some time but um removing that fluid off of her knee today is gonna help so she's um uh still getting offers i'm like people let her heal first but mm -hmm. like I say on our Facebook page, they get it from their mama. So yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we're we're sending all that healing energy to your. Thank to your you. Daughter. Thank yes. you. Thank you. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, we have a couple questions for y'all, but you know, Mama B, you gave us a really nice segue. So we're gonna kind of jump forward to this quick one. You mentioned, you know, that the coaches at Texas have you know, your, your son's best interests in mind. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that? You, you are one of the, the few left that have gone through those coaching changes and we'd love to hear from all of y'all. Um, how do you feel about the player development at Texas? Um, you know, we know that's something that's uh, important. So uh, yeah. Correct. And, and let me, uh, I don't mind sharing what initially uh, coming to Texas. I, uh, again, I don't know football. And, but that was the rumor, okay, is the development. It was lacking development in players. And, um, but nevertheless, uh, in the previous coach, and I do credit Coach Giles uh, as a former Texas player himself in recruiting Vernon, uh, I was confident that we were going, they were going to be able to build a package. Now, let me tell you something. Coach Bo is the icing on the cake, okay? I absolutely love um, how my son responds to him, how my son is saying Coach Bo. It's, it's like a household name. <laughs> um, so you know it's there. With, um, the greatest compliment is when a player is complimenting the coach, I don't think it gets any better than that. I look at, you know, Sylvia Fowles and crediting Bob Starkey, who I've worked with and uh, some of the previous coaches. So that is one of the greatest compliments. I wasn't, there was no doubt in my mind, even if uh, having a Texas education and potentially just looking for opportunities to get better, 
we were going to do that. Um, but, but I, this staff has really worked very hard. Uh, my son tells me year after year, mom, you know, I believe in the system and I tell him when that green light comes on, everybody knows that green light of confidence is on. So uh, my hat's off to the staff and I commend them for the hard work they're, they're putting in. His, that green light was on last Saturday, like I mentioned earlier. I, when yeah. I watched the replay, I saw Broughton's, I saw Broughton's name. He was working hard, and I, saw, I heard his name mentioned a few times. He was in there working right. hard. Anyone Thank else you. have he was thoughts? Working hard. Well, I actually could um, speak on the development side of it. Yes, um, Jalen Ford's yeah. mama definitely can. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, um, when before Jalen committed or when we were in the, you know, the decision of deciding on where he was going to go, actually Utah, as I mentioned, um, was kind of the heavy favorite because on the defensive side of the ball there, um, they evaluate very well, very good. And um, I thought that he would fit right in, in their um, defensive scheme. Um, I really did like the program. And so Texas came along and I was hesitant uh, because, mm -hmm. you know, when we're looking at linebackers, uh, Derek Johnson is the last person that I can think of that has came out of Texas that was great because we're trying to be great, not good. So the development was a question for me. Um, and so that was questions that were asked for the staff at the time, which was Herman's staff. Mm -hmm. um, and that's all I wanted to know because Jalen is coachable. Um, he's a good player. He's going to listen. He works hard. He has a great work ethic. Um, but can you develop him into being a great player? Mm -hmm. And they right. promised me that that would be, they could. So fast forward, you know, we're at Texas, you know, um, and of course the first year, um, was the Herman staff. I think Jalen came right in. And as I said, he has a great work ethic came in, you know, that was the COVID year. So it was a very trying time for them. Um, but he was dedicated. And then of course, new coaching came in, which was Sark and company. And so that was a, that was a test because now you're coming in with new um, position coach. And so, the position coach, um, which is Choate, I love him now, you know, um, but it was a little trying time for them in the beginning because Jalen wants to be this great player, but Choate is trying to develop and develop him mentally because mentally mm -hmm. is a big part of the development, not just the physical aspect of it. So um, that was a trying time. But as I would tell Jalen in our talks, make a name for yourself and separate yourself. Keep grinding because he's coachable. If you want to be great, then you have to separate yourself and make a name for yourself because he wanted to change his number 41 to some other number. But I'm like, no, you make <laughs> that number. Built that. <laughs> you make that number. <laughs> and so, but I am really appreciative of the staff um, and the development um, that I've seen and the growth, the mental growth. And um, 
and just the unity and the closeness. Um, Jalen is a very quiet kid, very calm, very quiet, laid back. But the one thing that I've seen in his development is his vocalness. Because of his position, he has to be. Um, because in high school, I wanted him to be because he was the leader of the defense and the middle linebacker. But, he, you know, high school is a little different. You know, he got away with it. But now you're on a different stage. And so your teammates need that leadership. They need you to be vocal. Um, and so I'm actually proud that he's been able to be coachable. And, and I've seen the development and the growth. So he's had, because the mental and the physical have to match each other mm -hmm. to maximize the best potential. So um, I am very appreciative and thankful for the, for the staff here. So that's amazing. Thank yeah, you, I mean, Texas. Yeah, right. yeah. Hey, listen, I can imagine how, you know, kind of nerve wracking that would be because this wasn't the staff that y'all committed to necessarily. This wasn't, you didn't necessarily have as much time with the staff that was coming in as you did with the staff that recruited you. So I'm sure there were a lot of questions and a lot of uncertainties you know, is my son in good hands? Is it, is, are they going to believe in the same philosophies yeah. that we do? Are they going to, you know, are they going to take care of my kid? Um, and it's nice to hear from, from what it seems like that so far this staff has really lived up to that and maybe even exceeded um, the previous staff and expectations there. Yeah. People, yeah, always, absolutely. people always like to say, you know, parents who don't people who don't have kids in this decision making process right they'll say you're committing to a university not a staff well you didn't develop years long relationships with the chemistry professor or the you know or what you know whatever you you developed relationships with the staff and you you know you you hope to fit in their system and their plan and their plan to develop you so if a new staff comes in they may be running something you just don't fit in in addition to you know personality changes or having to start a whole new relationship development but i love that you mentioned that you know the staff really concentrates not just on the body but on the mind because we when we hear Sark uh, coach Sark's press conferences um, or in his media availabilities he all he talks a lot about checking in on their mental health checking in on them you know getting being having their mind mm -hmm. right they, they talk about their journals what they're vision yeah, what they're visioning they 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 speak things into existence they they envision it they it's more than just um can their body physically do it? They, it seems like he really is emphasizes their being mentally prepared to go into, yeah. you know, to battle. Right. Absolutely. Because coming from high school to college is a big change because you're 18, 17, 18, and there you, you, you're coming into college and you're becoming a man, you know, you're growing into that different person. And so you can have all the physical attributes, but your mind and your mental part of it is the higher percentage. So you can, I, I feel that you can have all of the physical ability, but that doesn't mean that you'll see the field if you don't have your mind together. It has to both work to maximize the potential to be a good player, to be a great player. And so that's a big part is mental. That's 80% of it. 
So um, that's, that's a really big part. And, you know, we as mothers have to constantly talk to our kids because there's so much that they have going on, you know, with school yeah. and, you know, it's a and, lot. And, and so people it's pulling a on attention, mm -hmm. social media, it's so many, so many areas. In front of so many people, they're growing yeah. up. You know, the mistakes that the average kid can make, not to cut you off, Mama B, I'm sorry. Um, you mistakes yeah. that the average kid can make maybe in private and the growing pains i mean these kids have a whether they're playing or not playing is they have a platform and so their eyes on them that they don't even know and so we do like you said um yolanda we have to tap in i call it tapping in, mm -hmm. tap in. you know my thing was i'm sending texas a whole healthy emotionally balanced child as best that we could do don't send me yeah. somebody broken back. Don't send me yeah. a, child. <laughs> a broken okay. child. Thank you. A broken That's young man word. that I have to deal back up. You know what I mean? So and um, so I, I kind of got what my mama, mama Angie was saying when they said, oh, he's a thug. Like, as mamas, our antennas are up. Like, whoa. whoa, whoa. Mm. Thank you. Everything you say, those are our babies. And yeah. We can, you know, look at things 30 different ways and we hear and don't hear. And so sometimes we have to kind of look at different perspectives, but I get it. You know, we're, we're over, mm -hmm. they're still our babies. They may be yes. 250 so, pounds. Yes. <laughs> It is really, really big, baby. That's all. That's all. Any, anyone else? Well, I, but I, I wanted oh, to say, um, Wacky, to yeah. off of, and I, and I, and I think that Mama Angie would be the next part of the segue because Justice's class of 2022 was Coach Sark's first recruiting class, and they signed and committed on a, a season that was a five-seven season. And so, you know, you had the, you know, the noise about you want to go to texas and da, 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 da. but um i think the decision was based on how he was recruited he believed in the staff he believed in the vision it's particularly of you know coach start pk um coach Bo, and so now just being on that side of it to come to this side of it where we are you know, off to a great start this season. Um, it's just looking that, you know, when you trust and you know, you know, and you stick with your decision and you face it courageously and you know your future, um, just it was meant for us to be there, um, to be at Texas, to be here, I guess I should say. And a lot of people don't understand that it's not a four-year decision. It's a 40-year decision. And we live in the age of, you know, transfer portal. We live in an age where coaches live, uh, leave back and forth. And so it's a lot. It's heavy for these mm -hmm. young people. Very heavy. Mm -hmm. You know, responsibility. They're not just students. <laughs> they are super mm -hmm. students because they have the response. Being an athlete at this level is a full-time job. I tell my son, I'm sure you don't have yes. time. Yes. You don't have I time to handle their schedule. I could yeah, not handle absolutely. a college athlete schedule yeah. today. There's absolutely so, no way. The choices that all of our sons coming from, Yolanda and Mama B, whose sons decided to stay in the coaching change. And then, you know, class of 2022, who decided to, okay, I want to be a part of this rebuild as well. Um, Because when their sons decided to stay, that's essentially what they said. I'm going to be a part of this rebuild. And then you had the class of 2022 that said, I'm going to, I want to believe and be a part of this rebuild. It's just a testament to the relationship that, 
the coaching, the current coaching staff made, you know, with their players and the impression that they made upon them, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. They had, you know, options to go other places, but their destiny was in, in, in Texas or this part of their destiny. That yeah, it's, it's it takes time because, I mean, we're five and four years in. So yes, I've correct. seen the growth. Seen I've it. seen it all. Seen it. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen it. And I, for the first time this year, is I've seen the closeness, the unity on right. both mm-hmm. sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's 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 so good to see. It really is. It's so good that's to see. True. They're they're brothers out there. They love each other. They're talking oh, to each other. To they're communicating. So yeah. Oh my God. You know what is a true testament? When um Chris Ross went down ninety seven. Oh yeah. During the game. And I just thought Vernon was gonna lift him off the golf cart. I was like, so went up to him. It was, oh. Yes. Oh my God. I was trying to get a picture, but I'm in the ADA section with my daughter. So but you know, again it's it's the bond that Yolanda's speaking of. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think yeah. um, the, the thing about this is it, you have to have pack your patience and patience is a virtue. And I think that even players is just, you know, you see what's going on and you think the grass is greener, but, you know, at the same time, us as parents got to continue to coach our kids. We're not going to be able to run from job to job or just because one coach tells me one thing and another coach tells me another thing. So I'm just proud of those that, you know, um, that hung in there and um, continue to to find find their way, in particular, my son. I mean, I know. I have to keep coaching and I have to stay on guard. Hey, okay, what you thinking, son? What, you know, where you at? Just the mental aspect of it. And so, um, but we're also praying moms and we're praying for their mental Absolutely. health. We're praying, <laughs> we're praying for those that are injured and we're just praying for an injury-free team. We pray for our coaches. We pray for the entire staff because again, they have a huge impact on our kids. They're, they're our kids, our young men that they're, they're around more than we can put our hands on them. You know, we two right. and a half hour drive, but still um they have a major influence and i don't think i could you know see another staff um leading my son and you know like i said um but i'm just really proud of where they're going and i'm I'm really excited about the future yeah that is one thing i wanted to say i don't mean to say i just for the the new moms and those that are here still like patience Yolanda mentioned patience um because again you know we can go back to that physical development and that mental development everyone doesn't process as quickly as others every player is different and so patience is the key you know um and it takes in its growth you know um and it takes time because some of the kids come out of high school they want to play immediately or they want to get on the field immediately because they're competitive and they want to play. They've started and played four years of high school, but you have other players that are in college, juniors and seniors, 
that have already been there. They're developing and they're getting bigger and they're getting stronger and they've had patience as well. So I just want to tell all of the the kids and, you know, even the parents to just continue to talk to them and to let them know to just be patient and keep grinding and keep working hard and, you know, and be coachable. I think being coachable is really the key. Great advice. I love that message. And, and, you know, y'all had mentioned, you know, out here in the real world, you can't, you can't jump from job to job. And, you know, it is, we will never knock a kid if he decides that Texas isn't the right fit for him, or it's not working out or for whatever reason, there's, in my mind, there's absolutely no reason to ever knock a kid for that. But the flip side of that coin too, is, you know, we've had some players leave Texas um, that thought they had a better opportunity elsewhere. And it hasn't necessarily worked out the way that they had hoped that it hadn't necessarily uh, developed into what they thought. And they've ended up at a couple different schools. So I, I love that message of patience. And, you know, mm-hmm. if you, if you believe in the process, you believe in, in the staff, you've got to be patient. You've got to let that develop. Um, I, I, I think that's just a really, that resonates with, with a lot of people. Cause I, I can say that's something that Texas fans at least have not always been the best at uh, having patience around. Right. But, um, yeah. you know, Miss Angie, I wanted to ask you, you know, as, as the, the youngest, you know, you've got the youngest son here in the group. We have a freshman, a sophomore, a junior, and a senior. It's almost like well, so we, we all. <laughs> almost, I, and, and I just looked down when you were mentioning the, you know, somebody mentioned that some of them have been here for the transition of the coach. And I looked down, I'm like, we really did hit one. That's perfect. Love it. Sorry, Megan. Sorry, Megan. No, you're good. So Angie, I, I was curious, was the process, what was the process like for you? Um, you know, mm-hmm. the, the new staff with Sark and company, um, definitely did have that little bit rough start of the first year where they had to tear everything down and start to rebuild. So mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit about what that process was like? What, you know, what was the message of that staff coming in and what got, you and and what got Trey to buy into this Texas staff moving forward and you did have a coaching change up with the running back coach mm-hmm. I don't know how early Texas and was in on your son but there was a good change he was there with too. A, he I let me tell y'all I didn't so our, our offer started coming really really fast and um when Texas did offer I think Oh, you offered before Texas, but they all offered at the same time. Now, mind you, I'm new to this, so I don't have no clue about no robberies. Not, you know, I don't know none of that stuff. <laughs> so, you picked the right school. I, before, good job. Yeah. <laughs> before I start, I'm listening to all three mamas, and they are giving such good advice. And I want to tap in on that patience. Not only do the kids need to have patience, they also need to respect the guys before them. And learn for yeah. them, learn from yeah. the seniors, and you know, so it's a process. It is a process, and I'm here for it. Trey here for it. But anyway, so um, oh, you started recruiting us really, really heavy, y'all, and I can't even lie. And I, sometimes I feel bad about it, but it just is what it is. I really did like oh, you. Oh no! I was really right, bye, Angie. Bye, Angie. Listen, you gotta hear. You gotta hear through. No, you gotta have patience. You gotta have patience. <laughs> That's right. That's you gotta right. see it through. You gotta see it through. Go ahead. So, just season. Um. So they recruit. They recruit. It was just the fact that they were showing. This is how moms get the first time. Moms get um caught up because you get wrapped up in it. Me and the dad was separated at the time. Mm-hmm. And so it was just basically 
me. So I was like, dang, they really love my son. They, you know, we going down there, we blah, blah, blah. And the campus is nice, y'all. Can't lie. I can't lie. The campus is nice. Everything is just nice. You know, it's really nice down there. And I did like the staff. But this is what, what happened with me in Texas. And I was mad, y'all. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, <laughs> the guy said something to Trey about being at OU, right? So Trey was like, mama, he he texted me a message. And he was like, uh, saying something about, now, I don't know who it was. And I don't want to throw no names out. He, Trey is a running back. That's all I'm going to say. Trey is a running back. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to say no names. Uh, I don't know. But he was saying something in the message. I said, give me the phone. Let me say something. No, nah, mama, I got I got No, Trey, you give me the message because he can't get mad at you. You a child. He got to remember you a child. So I was like, don't you don't you talk to Texas no more. We ain't going to Texas. None of that, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so we kept on doing our recruiting. We was Alabama, we was LSU, and then he said something about Texas. I said, boy, why do you keep on going to Texas? I ain't going. Let your daddy go. So his daddy took him to Texas twice, y'all. And the, it was the third time, I think. Now, mind you, y'all, I didn't know nothing about no change. I didn't know nothing about no coach choice. I didn't know nothing about – because I gave up on Texas. Like, I was, like, done after that coach said whatever they he said. They were dead to you at that point. <laughs> yes. I wanted to – if I got to say something to him, I probably would have felt better because I just wanted to clear the earth. He's a child. This is a process. Right. You can't get mad at him right. for going to visit another school. You cannot do that. And right. I wanted to say it. But anyway, um, so, y'all, the night Trey called me, I was dead asleep. I'm a hardworking mama, y'all. So I was dead asleep. And he called me. And all I heard him say, mama, I'm going to make a solid commitment. I said, Trey, y'all know how when y'all get mad and y'all lips start balling up. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm in my sleep. <laughs> So I was like, you I'm saying, you wake you up, did it? <laughs> so I, I jumped up out of my sleep. I was, you know how you get scared out to sleep, your heart beating. I'm running around the house. I guess I don't know what I was doing. I thought I was gonna go to Austin or something. I was gonna go beat him, y'all. I ain't lying. I oh, no. So he said, Mama, calm down, calm down. So I said, Okay, talk to me. He said, Mama, I really like choice. He said, Choice is the fit for me. Not only choice. But what Texas is doing is going to be a good fit for me. So I said, okay. I said, son, I'm going to let you handle this. I'm going to let you have this. I said, I hate I ain't there, but, you know, at the end of the day, this is your life. And he did, y'all. He made a silent commit to a choice that night, right? So then he ended up doing, the, you know, the written commit. But I was, I'm proud. I loved it. I love it. Good. You won you over the end, right? You made the right decision. Yeah, he made the. He did. No, not not me. He did. Yes, he made the right decision. But in supporting Mm -hmm. him, you made the right decision because you're from Oklahoma. (laughs) 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 Y'all, I feel so bad. And then, like you know, I had a lot of. um, Once we was in the recruiting, you know, a lot of people was putting stuff on Twitter. Y'all, I had a lot of um, Oklahoma fans. I didn't even say nothing after Trey committed to uh, Texas. I was like, oh, they're going to turn me down. They're going to wear me out. They're going to wear me okay. out. But it is it what it is. Yeah, that reminds me. Jalen didn't get a lot of Jalen didn't get a lot of commits from OU, and I can name a whole bunch of them, but guess what? They <laughs> missed out. No, yes, they, did. they missed out. Yes. No. <laughs> and, and the thing is, fans love their school. They love, yes, they, do. they ride for their school. And we ride for our boys, right? So that's, that's I have, you know, so with the same intent. <clears throat> so I, I have a saying that 
because you know if you <clears throat> I love Austin I do I truly love Austin I, I'm so happy my son is at the University of Texas but I like to say that my heart is in Texas because my heart is in Texas yeah. my, my heart is in my heart is where he is and he goes yeah. hard for Texas so I'm going hard for Texas so my exactly. heart because my heart is in Texas and so you know, fans from whatever school. This is just like with Justice in Alabama when he didn't commit. Oh, Saban didn't want him. Ah, you know, he could because he would have committed. Like, okay, you have to. You don't have to tell your always tell your side of the story, and you know it is what it is. And you uh -huh. can't to every school that offers you. There's gonna be one, mm -hmm. and there are people that are upset about a kid's decision about his future mm -hmm. and so it's going to be okay they'll tear you down on every social media platform yeah yeah. We just yeah. Go yeah with the punches because you know your your job is to be there be the your time. Time. that's right yeah, absolutely and if I have, if that's I your have, obligation that's your only that's your loyalty is your kid is your kid that's that's if correct. i have one thing to say to the to the <clears throat> to the parents the mothers because fathers and mothers different, right? I, we know that night, night, day. Mm -hmm. I think the mom's right. hearts in it more than the father. Not saying that the fathers don't. We care more than the fathers. It's just a difference. That's why the but coaches what I can call say, moms. That's why the coaches yeah. call the moms, not the dads. Yeah. What I can say to the moms. <laughs> no, our phones up during recruiting. They, <laughs> they do. Just take it slow, though. Mm -hmm. what I, my advice to the moms is during the recruiting thing, just take it slow. Because it's going to come fast. It's oh, going to be yeah. fast. Absolutely. It's going to be a rush of emotions. I guess it go back to the word, just be patient. Because your child... Yeah, it does. Yeah. And trust the process. Yeah. Trust, trust the process. process. Let your kid your have child. fun and enjoy yes. the process. Let yeah, your child... They don't know the fit. Well, they don't know. Age. Kids want to post where they got offers. Kids want to post this. They want to do the graphics. Like It's trickling down to the high schools and even the park ball. They're doing the graphics. If it's not fun for them, let them enjoy it because at what other point when in, in their lives that they're going to have this fun? So let them have fun, enjoy the prize. Yeah, yeah. right. Because mm -hmm. they I can't it. get that moment back. Exactly, it's no. such unique. And they earned time. it. They earned it. So right, they earned it. Right. Yes, such a unique time in their right. lives. Um, you know where that's that's exactly right. Like there may be some other opportunities where there are different teams looking at them as they go on to a higher level if they choose to do so, but. But you'll never get those college recruitment schmoozing, you know, uh, days back. And and I'll tell you, no, no, I see, I see some of that stuff on social media. I'm like, Dang, I wish I got recruitment like that to go to Texas. That'd be fun. I like that. I love my fun, but I really love our Texas OB. Can I have some of them cookies, you That cake. So I get my cake. And I, I love it. I well, haven't been back to that hotel. We know where y'all go. That um because we had gone to Stanford, we'd gone to Michigan, we'd gone to um Colorado, you know, and I told him I said, everything is bigger in Texas, they say. I was like, I have a feel well, I was we already were kind of tapping in, enjoying just making the connection recruiting wise, but and we had a list um, of things that we wanted. Right? Academics. School, what, yeah, academics. What was, you know, the list. Go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Um, just, you know, we had a list. And so for Justice, even though he was here in the SEC, Bama kid, his school is really a pipeline for Bama. 
we raised him to have a worldview. And so to make his decision wherever we weren't going to put the, you know, the brakes on his decision, be open. But um, I said that to say that despite of everything that we thought we wanted for him and he wanted for himself in a university, when we got to Texas, and I said this to Coach Sart before we left, there were things here that weren't on our list that we didn't know that we needed until we got here. And so it not only checked the box, all, all of our boxes, but there were things that were added that we didn't even know that we would want for him and his experience um, as a student athlete. And so Texas really just, for us, was just a solid, perfect choice. It really, and Justice loves, I always tell people he won't be back. <laughs> what what kind of things, what kind of things so, were, you didn't even so, know you wanted? Okay, so this is what I, so of course, everybody knew academics, Justice was really, you know, neurosurgeon, he wants, wanted pre-med, so that was big. Um, development because he had dual goals. He wanted to go to, you know, be prepared for medical school as well as be prepared for the league. So that development um, piece was on there. Who could develop him into a um, next level football player um, in terms of um, the campus, in terms of all of that, those things were on our list. But when we got to Texas, not only did it check the academic boxes, check the player development boxes and all of that, but you don't realize, especially where I'm from, y'all. I think everybody else is from Texas, right? Mama B, Yolanda, Mama Angie. Uh -huh. So I'm in like, here it's like religion, like Baptist and Methodist, you're Alabama, Auburn. You know what I'm saying? Kids are like little, like from when they're little, who you go for? That means what team do you go for? <laughs> who you go for? So We can translate so that. I go, for, I go for Bama. So, and then, and we loved our recruitment with all the schools that made his final list. Like we we weren't time wasters. And I'll always say, tell Justice, you're not playing around and wasting anybody's time. We're not, mm -hmm. you know, if they're not, if you're not serious about them, I'm not going anywhere, <laughs> you know? So just to have a trip, you know? So um, I said all that to say the things that were on the list, when you're in Bama country, Auburn country, even, you know, LSU, Tennessee, you think that's the big all and beat all to college football. I mean, we've gone to the big house in Michigan when they played Ohio State and I'm like, wow. But when you go to Texas, I tell people when I came back, I was like, I could sit Bama at the in the University of Texas. This is how I, I felt like it was literally when you hear about it being the biggest brand. And so just my heart and my soul was like, I love my son so much. I believe in him so much. This is the biggest stage of college football. And, and Grant now at the time, how the, you know, you know, season was going Coach Sark had actually really kind of gotten there, but it just, I saw it like it was, and the renovations weren't even done and finished. We had on hard hats going through DKR, looking at some of the things that they and had. And masks, right? <laughs> yes, yes, hard hats and masks. And we, all the player facilities and the, the, the pools and the, the things that they have for recovery that wasn't even finished. We just had, we had a flip book of how it would look. But when you get there, you, you get the sense and it really hits you. This is probably the biggest stage and who would not want their child. All of the boxes are checked. You want the best for your child. And so I wanted my child to be on the biggest stage in college athletics. And it hit me like, it's the university of Texas. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Literally, and if you're not, if you've never been, I tell people all the time, y'all don't understand. All you see is this, where we are, where we live. 
but you got to go to Texas and it'll hit you as to why that Longhorn brand is so recognizable. Oh, like, yes, it's definitely. Yeah. And the staff did the recruiting mm -hmm. did a great job in conveying. I mean, we recruited via Zoom mostly because they were coming out of COVID. And so they would go around. B. Harris would have his, you know, phone on different places on campus. But when you go and you see it, you're like, with oh, a longhorn on every chair, everywhere. every carpet. <laughs> yeah, you're like, and if you, and I wanted the best, I, I believe so much in my child. I wanted him on the, you know, to be affiliated, be a part of the biggest stage. And so that was one of the things that that longhorn brand, just the, just the way that Texas operates, just the vision of what DKR, you know, was going to be. Who wouldn't want their child to be among, you know what I'm saying, among the best? And so that was one of the big things is that, um, yeah, I love him so much. This right here, <laughs> this is for you. You know, this, I want you to be affiliated with something big. And I, we saw the vision. We saw the vision of, you know, how special Texas was. I or love that. I love that. So we're talking about the biggest brand, right? Mm -hmm. It is a, UT is definitely a global brand. You, we've, Rocky and I have traveled Rocky more than me, but I've, I've been outside of the States and she travels everywhere. And I can tell you, I've been to multiple countries wearing that Longhorn logo and I get the hook them. Yeah. Yep. I've gotten the hook them in Australia. I've gotten it in Croatia, you know, France. I got it in a rooftop hotel in China. Yeah. A dude was wearing a hat <laughs> and down at the other end of the bar was a guy with a USC hat. And we both looked at each other <laughs> like hook them. And we looked at that other guy like, LOL. <laughs> I love it. I'm telling you y'all it's, it's special. Yankees, Cowboys, Longhorns. Yeah, it's trust me coming from an area where SEC, SEC, you know, the mm -hmm. SEC headquarters is in my city. You know what I'm saying? Well, so it was impressive when mm -hmm. we were in Bama a couple weeks Saturdays ago. That was an impressive atmosphere. Like they they do have it's a true you know, college, you know, yes. Rose, sorority right. Rose, it's a true college, but it's not. not I wouldn't say stadium. Sorry, Angie. I wouldn't say impressive. I wouldn't say impressive. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you know, the pom-poms and the lights and the music and the crowd. Okay, that part, was, that, that part was, the, yes. Texas was better. And they and do I, have, I, Alabama I, do I, have. Yeah. But Texas, when Alabama I see it has Saturday, a beautiful campus. Yeah, I mean, it's a beautiful, see, yeah, they do. It's a picturesque, it's a picturesque college town. Um, and we don't just have the University of Alabama. You know, we've got Auburn here. So, I mean, and it's what you know. And it's very comfortable and familiar and it is beautiful. And um, there are parts of it I, that I love, but just knowing my child and knowing what I know and feel about that I was told about his destiny, his destiny was in a, on a bigger step. It I was bigger. And, and it doesn't matter, so you know, much. people would say all the time, doesn't he want a ring? He doesn't want to play for a championship team with the ring, da, 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 da. And my response would, you know, they want it's a chance. It, it is. I mean, it's an awesome program. Coach Saban, I have so much respect for him. He is amazing. I love how he recruited my son. So I would never say anything um, negative yeah. about him. I mean, I respected Bama more just from him recruiting that relationship and his coaches. It's, it's awesome. But, and people say, well, does he want to win championships? Does he want a ring? And I'm like, there are a lot of people who are part of championship teams and they have a ring. And what are they doing? What did they do with that platform? What did they do with it? So, Again, for us, it was bigger than some of those things because living here, that's big. But when you leave and you go to the University of Texas, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
that, oh, that no. is definitely yeah. that that's music to my ears now yeah there's something I, magical about about texas and i mean that sincerely i love that so i do want to talk a little bit we uh, experienced at the Wyoming game, a whole new game day atmosphere. Uh, there were some new additions for the night games that were pretty crazy. I would absolutely love y'all's take. Uh, Miss Angie, I know, you know, you, you definitely, uh, all the parents in Alabama had maybe not the most positive experience. Um, and then you move the next week, Texas wins, we move the next week and all of a sudden this game day atmosphere at DKR TMS was just was for me phenomenal, but I'd love to hear what y'all think about that with that Texas brand, the drones and the lights. Did did it make it? I didn't sit down. Smoke? I didn't sit down, honey. None that game, y'all. I stood up the whole time. I was yes. good. I love that. I was so excited. It was nice. You no, know, I ain't gonna lie. It was a. It was, it was very exciting. Um, you know, I'm very intense in the games. I watch every play. I mean, I am like really focused. I am a football mom. I'm a sports mom, so I know football yes. and I'm watching. And I'm not. I'm a little because it's ten ten. You know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. And they shouldn't I think even be energized. Yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, we're ten ten here. Like, come on, what y'all doing? So I think. <laughs> I think it did energize them. It, it energized the crowd, and you know, yeah. it was definitely special. It was beautiful, actually. I love you it. know, yeah. um, they did a great job, a great, great job, and it just was electrifying. The, and the, so, I, I think like it gave the them crowd. a spark for sure. The drones yeah, were like, nice. I like yeah. the crowd. I like how the crowd yeah. comes. So I think the crowd they feed off the crowd energy, and Texas have everything, all the energy that them boys need. So that's what oh, I like. Yeah. I like the I energy in the crowd. They should have did the drones maybe like halfway through the first quarter. <laughs> right? Yeah. Because once they put the drones Get that up, juice. it was like touchdown worthy, pick six, blah, blah, blah. Like 61. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In the fourth quarter, the they did it in the fourth quarter. Yeah. So Mama B, I know one of my favorite things about you, Mama B, is that you always bring it with the, well, Y'all all do, to be fair. Y'all are all always on point with the outfits. So, Mama, you love your accessorizing and your your flair and pieces like that. I, I want to hear the queen of flair. I want to hear your take on Texas's flair on game day. What did you think of it? I thought it was, uh, I think Yolanda said it all. It was electrifying. It was just truly exciting. It was um uh, like I said about my son, I witnessed him shift gears, and we shifted gears too. As mm -hmm. far as uh, um, just elevation of the entertainment, it was uh, it was uh, it was very different, and I don't know who's responsible for it, but I would also like to say uh, for our crowd that is listening, I'm very disappointed that. I did not get to participate in the light show due to the lack of frequency or internet. <laughs> I, yeah, I downloaded it. I, I did. Yeah, I did, it, what, it didn't work for me either. I will agree with you. All y'all for months now, from the second that CDC posted a picture of the all orange lights, just a still shot of the all orange lights. And then there was another shot of them testing the fast moving white LED lights. I put two and two together because I had seen that little lightning bolt on the app last year. That was actually installed last year as part of the app. And I was wow. like, oh, what's this? And so as soon as I saw those pictures, I was like, oh, 
And I threw it out on Twitter and I was like, guys, everybody, let's do this. Get ready. Download the app. Have it ready to listen. And y'all, I was so, I'm going to. Everybody was like waiting to you sing, know, waiting I'm, to sing. I am the sing. biggest cheerleader of Texas everything. That was a fail. I was pissed. <laughs> I was mad. Like, all I wanted to do. That's all I wanted. I just wanted my little light to flash with the music. That's, Nobody did. No, well, not the first time. The second time more people got it. I will say, I don't know anybody who actually connected. I can see, I well, I did I, so not I sit in the north end zone. So. Yeah, I sit in the north end zone, so I have a pretty good view of the whole stadium. And I can say, the first time that the opportunity came up, nobody could sink. I, like I couldn't even get a tweet out at that point. Then halftime <laughs> happened, and then at the the end of third quarter, thing reception cleared up a little. I still couldn't get the app to connect. But there were a lot more lights throughout the whole stadium that were sinking. So hopefully, listen, AT&T is a major sponsor. You think they'd get their collective poo together. And exactly. we have the most first world <laughs> Texas problem. We're sitting here talking to this fan. My cell phone wouldn't sink for the light show. <laughs> <laughs> all, all is good. It's three and oh and and i saw a stat yeah. just just throw this out here real quick i saw a stat that with our difficulty of the first three games the top 25 teams there was like a 13 percent chance that any other team in the top 25 percent top 25 would be three and oh right now so wow. that's some elite me that's some elite Elite football being played right well, now. That's that like this is the first time since two thousand and thirteen or something 13, that Texas is three and oh something like twelve. 12. Okay, 2000, thank you, Michael. Yeah, yeah, eleven eleven years. Three so and proud of this team and coaches. And yeah, and I think we um we have to keep our boys energized because you know. We have, I don't know what, 11 more, 10 more games, nine more games. I don't know. Nine, well, hopefully but, 12, but at least <laughs> nine. A yeah, a lot more, but you know, yes, yeah, yeah. a lot more. But I think um, for the know, parents, we, for we, the moms, I'm sorry, go ahead. But you know, I was just we, say think about us having to every day, just in life in general, it's, this is every week they got to bring it, you know? So mm -hmm. we're expecting them and we're wanting them to every weekend, every Saturday to come with all of this energy, which mm -hmm. yes. they can and they will, but it's not easy it's a, to it's just difficult. bring it's it like not, that yeah. every single week. It's draining. It's absolutely And as Yolanda say that, as Yolanda say, says that, um, I just, again, we get back to being patient. Our players just got to understand any number can be called at any time. They just have to be prepared. And Correct. we're going to need everyone. Um, and it looks like um, I just read one of the messages in our emails about only 70 players are traveling mm -hmm. for road <laughs> trips per the conference. Yeah. So oh no! Limits us even more so. So again, I just pray that our players are taking care of themselves. Um, in particular, you know, road trips are tough, uh, just from a mental aspect, and even more so physical, in the environment and things of that nature. So, um, my my 
message to our team is just continue to take care of themselves, take get their rest, mm -hmm. take advantage of whirlpool opportunities, uh, massages, treatments, and, and, you know, getting off their feet, along with taking oh, yeah. care, most importantly, taking mm -hmm. care of their academics. So it's a lot. And uh, yeah. I know everyone is anxious to play. But, you know, at the same time, they got to be mentally prepared, physically, and uh, their nutrition <clears throat> has to yeah. be. Yeah, so they have to eat, so, rest, and hydrate. hydrate and yes, do a full load of a top top school university in the country. Absolutely. Which is no joke. Cause <laughs> there's, no students, there students there's no basket weaving classes. <laughs> there are you. students who oh, only have no. school who, who struggle. So... But you mentioned and stay away from social media. Yes, that's Ooh, right. I had, throw, I had to throw that at one there. No, I love that. Stay that's away actually, from social media. I swear, y'all, it's like you're reading our minds. We we had our little questions prepared, and this leads into that perfectly. We we've talked a little bit about social media. We've talked a little bit about um, the importance of mental health and and taking care of yourself. So we want some fun little nuggets. How how do your players? How do your sons? Uh, kind of wind down how do they relax how do they take a break from all of the craziness that is that comes along with being a player at the University of Texas does anybody have playing the game and playing the game playing video games <laughs> yeah yes I would say my yes. son he lives off campus um Jaron Thompson is his roommate um he got several players that when I go to visit his apartment to clean his apartment right they're right. there yes they have, they yes. have a game room with stadium chairs in it and it's really nice they knew um the investor knew that he was targeting football players and athletes and you know basically created them a boom boom room as i call it or a man cave Right. Uh, Did you say boom about... boom room? <laughs> yes. <that's laughs> that means there's something different in my that world, girl. something very different to me. <laughs> okay, no freshmen to seniors. That's their. That's part of their unwind. That you know, yes, they have but, better time uh, playing the game. They probably have like a a hundred inch television oh. or a hundred whatever. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. Uh, I'm with you, Mama Ed. Wow. Yes. And the room is always busy. So I do see the camaraderie. And um, I know times I've even been there on the weekend and we're watching football and talking about the game or somebody getting hurt or. With all the boys there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. See, when I'm he's, a, he's a little bit different because he was the only child for 16 years, right? Like we were his first playmates. And when, you know, they allow in, in San Jack, the football players don't have to have a roommate and that like that's right down his alley and he told us I'm as extroverted as I am I have a lot of old school strict ways and so it's like you can't mm -hmm. take your car to school until you know maybe second semester you can't move out of the dorm until your second <clears throat> or year yeah. okay, so yeah. all that went out the window so you know justice <laughs> basically taught me how to you know let him kind of grow up and he proved it in, in the things that he was doing he earned it but having a roommate he was like I couldn't do it so even the dorm for him I think was not necessarily overstimulated but you know they're in the weight room all day they got all the music going and they're a lot of testosterone and so 
even the dorm, he was like, I gotta go. This was he was a January enrollee. By that next December, he was in an apartment. And that for me was like a big step. But I'm like, no, you're not gonna move. You won't move into an apartment until you're, you know, maybe your third year. But it helped him because yeah. that's how he grounds himself, you know. Um, just like I said, I think just even being on campus, the dorm is just overstimulating. You know, he didn't he didn't have siblings. It's a lot. You know? mm-hmm. So um his unwind is he's playing that game. He's probably at his apartment by himself, but he's playing with other folks. That game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes he will um he'll say, I, you know, I, I cook for one of my, my teammates coming over. I made some hamburgers. We may have somebody to come over. So hey, um, mamas, tell y'all boys, my son is not necessarily just an all alone or pull him in. He's just that's mm-hmm. his that's his um and when he was being recruited, I was like, just as his comfort thing is the coach said, Hey, we're gonna go watch some TV or watch some, you know, he'll be there. You know, um, he's learned to like Sixth Street a whole lot. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Austin, but he definitely values that. I'm I'm in my own space, you know, you know, he's even when he's home, he has a little brother now. <clears throat> he'll close the door because he's, you know, so used to having just kind of being by himself. He needs so. that solitude a little bit, huh? A little, yeah, he he's he's he can he can he can kind of introvert a little bit. I like it. All right, Miss Angie, you were jumping in. You were the first one to say video games were definitely <laughs> kind of the mm-hmm. the 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 way that that Trey resets. I'm going to test mm-hmm. you real quick. Do you know his favorite video game? Um, he just uh, 2K. 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 All right, there you go. He plays 2K. He plays uh, football, and it's Call of Duty. All right. Two. Of course, I know. I've been in that house. I've been. That's what I'm saying. The mom, <laughs> so know. I'm just saying. So, do you guys? Do you think that they play? you know other teammates more or are they finding more random people or do they kind of stick to to the hmm. team challenging each Trey, other on Trey, video games Trey is on the Trey on the you know he's in the dorm he's a freshman but you know they uh he got his little group of friends that be in the dorm he have red in the dorm with him a lot like red come over and Jelani they'll come over and play uh video games a lot but he also have his out fr- outside friends that he were playing with already before he got there. But when I called Trey, like on a Saturday night, and it's probably like, I called probably like 12, 11, <clears> and I see him on that video game, in my mind, I'd be like, thank you, Lord. Because he could right. be out in the club. He could be in the club. Yeah. He could yeah. be on 6th Street. Yeah. He could yeah. be getting in trouble. Yeah. But so yeah. I'd, I'd be like, thank you, Lord. Let him play that game. I'd rather have him playing that game. You know in the where street, he is. Any day. Yeah. Right. I exactly. It's 10 o'clock. Yeah. Do you know where your child is? <laughs> on the video game. Right. Yeah, he ignores me. Mm-hmm. He ignores me on the game, but that's okay. When I see he on that game, I'll be like, "That's okay. That's okay." He's At least on you that can game. track him on the game. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. I didn't figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm. I'll be okay. Anyone else? Place. How does? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyone else? How does your your kid and why? <clears throat> I feel like it's Jaylen all video plays video games. Video games. I mean, that's the I solid mean, I think all of them play the video game. But <laughs> yeah, Jaylen plays the video game. But he's a loner. I mean, he's, um, I think they're after the dorm. Well, actually, like um, Dr. Finkley was saying, the first year, I think at Sanjak, you know, they had their own room or whatever um, in the dorm. And then his sophomore year, he got his own apartment. And so he's just had always had, had his own place. And so he still does now. He doesn't have a roommate. 
but he unwinds playing the game. Um, and mm -hmm. then I think he has, he plays online. So yeah. when you play online, you have other players that you're playing with. From all over the world. Right? So, I apologize. I apologize in advance if people yeah. are listening to this and now we're going to go search online to try to find your kiddos. He's a bit of a, I call it a renaissance man. I had to give him a definition of a renaissance man. So justice will, like like he likes to try to learn to cook and so that's part of unwinding for him is that and sometimes you'll see in his instagram stories where he's cooked something and kind of snapped a picture of it but just coming home and you know you know taking a shower and cooking and like literally like salmon or you know just cooking trying to cook nice meals so he he'll do that and just relax and then he has his dog um teddy so he he will kind of do that to relax. Just kind of have his Well, own if he wants it. to learn how to make carne quesada and papas fritas, let me know. And, <laughs> I, and he'll take you up on that. He's kind of a foodie. So he likes to likes to try to kind of take care of himself at home a little bit. And that might be a fun <clears> little <throat> offense defense. I know Hayden Connor loves to cook. He's, I think he's, he's he doing grills, doesn't he? Doesn't he? He does. Grills? He's, he's yeah. a green egg guy. So yeah. I imagine there, there might be a little fun competition. That would between be a fun can, competition. Or we just eat all the food. Who can it cook the be best? Who can cook the yeah. best? Is it offense or defense? Exactly. I'd, love, I'd love to answer that question. Yeah, Mommy, yeah, did yeah, you have something true. to add? Uh, I would just <clears> say, like, um, what Vernon does, and I, have always stressed to Vernon about getting more out of the university than what it offers mm -hmm. and, and using mm -hmm. your platform. And so uh, I taught him how to make t-shirts. This is my own little crafting. And mm -hmm. It's my, uh, how to bring my stress down. I love to craft scrapbooks, make t-shirts and just create my own little fashion. And so I taught Vernon how to do it. And Vernon started in a dorm. And I actually found one of the YouTube videos. And he was being interviewed about his business that he started in a dorm. And uh, his t-shirt his business just blew up. And then he started with sweatshirts. And we launched his, um, his uh, he, he had a pop-up launched his brand back in April, I want to say, maybe after, right after the spring game. But I was just more so impressed by how Vernon used his teammates in Justice Finkley as his photographer and other players and all the players. And I was, you know, working very hard for him and helping him establish himself. But I'm just real uh, proud of him taking advantage and using that time to mm -hmm. start his t-shirt business and, and becoming the entrepreneurial that he desires to That's be. That's what mama so, be. Yeah. I have his sweatshirt. I swiped it from justice. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that sweatshirt. <laughs> what does it say? Well, mama, well, mama be where so you cool. I love, I love the puff print on the back. I love that sweatshirt. I was like, this going home with me. Yes, I've had give a it. shout out. Give a shout out to the name of his business yeah. and how people can find him. Okay. Y'all can uh, find my son on Instagram, on IG. It's called the Broughton Shack, I believe, LLC or something like that. But it is the Broughton Shack. And uh, I believe he's on Twitter. 
So go get you a sweatshirt. They're oversized hoodies. And I believe that's what the college students love it's right now. It's high quality. The quality of yes, the sweatshirt. They like wear oversized hoodies, shorts, awesome. and Ugg boots. You yeah. can't tell if it's yes. winter, summer. Are they at the pool? Are they in the mountains? I don't know. <laughs> That's yes, a really cool sweatshirt. Yeah. I'm just really uh proud just of the the camaraderie the camaraderie of the teammates. Kelvin Banks was there, uh Bijan was there, just the entire uh O line and D line was in support of his business. And that's awesome. Um, to to see him uh start a grassroots business in the dorm, you know, so it's uh it's truly a blessing. All right, we'll be sure to share that link too on Twitter so people can see. We'll find the Instagram and and share it. Okay, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that's why we're here. We're here to all just promote each other. So I have another. I have another question for you. So I have an older son too. He's he's past college age now, but he didn't play collegiate sports. But my daughter. Um, is very much the athlete. She plays rugby and she's wrestling now. Well, so I know when you watch your own children play sports, it is an emotional roller coaster. Like it's it's stressful. You're proud, but also you're mad. <laughs> it's just it's just a roller coaster of emotions. And so this past weekend. She, my Nadia went to play in Nashville and this was the first time, like probably her entire life that I didn't watch her compete in whatever event it was. And of course she came home with a concussion. She's home all week now from school. She's on protocol, like, you know, poor thing. We, unfortunately, most of us have been there, you know, when we have kids who play contact sports but this is the first time I didn't get to see her play. And I just, oh, I didn't love it. I want to be on the sideline watching. But also you get those great moments. You're just pride and joy. And, you know, so tell me, yeah. mamas, much higher level, you know, collegiate D1, like you said, you know, April Finkley, Dr. Finkley, the biggest stage, the biggest brand. What is the hardest part or the best part or what just really stands out of watching your kid out on the field? I think my my thing about it is seeing them go from peewee to where they are now. It's just so mm-hmm. sweet for them. Like watching them work, and I'm not saying just playing football. These kids have been working since peewee into now. They deserve every bit of it. Mine. That's how I feel about Trey. I still get teary eyed. I ain't gonna lie. When he, I was hugging him at the game, I just want to cry. But he said I cried too much, but I can't help it. That's it's tough. tears of joy. Mm-hmm. He deserves it, and he he'll get to tell his story. People will realize how I feel about Trey and why, because he got a story to tell, and I can't mention it right now. But um, he's been through a lot, and um, seeing him out there, knowing that it almost got taken away, mm-hmm. he just, I'm so happy. I'm so happy for him, and it almost got taken away from him in his tenth grade year. But I can't speak on it. Speak on it. Oh, no, you don't need to. no, you don't need to, but yeah. at, but when people see him on the field, they're going to have a little extra special space in their heart yeah. for him yeah. knowing yeah. that he overcame something, none of their business, but he yeah. overcame yeah. something and it's going to be, it's going to give us a little extra space in our heart for him. Yeah. And that's what fans need to realize. These kids come with context. Like we come with context. Like when you meet me, I'm a, you mm-hmm. know, sum total of my experiences and 
all of those things that, you know, they're not just these the player for your favorite team. Team, exactly. You know, these, these kids exactly. with context, they you don't know the things that they may face. You don't know their insecurities. You don't know. And so even if it's not my kid, I just hate to see um, when people on social media tear down athletes, mm -hmm. particularly student athletes, because these kids, like I said, they're growing up physically, mentally, emotionally on a big platform. And so when you see them out there, yeah, they're somebody's kids, you know, and we're, we're their parents and we're, we're looking and we're watching and we're reading. And that's why I want, want to say, um, mama Angie back away from the podcast. Some of them back away, back away. Stay here with Rocky and Megan, but no, there's some good ones <laughs> out there, but you have to realize that for the average fan, they're rooting their favorite team and they get frustrated and they say things that they shouldn't say. And some people are just, yeah. and they're just in real yeah. life. They're just, but right. So yeah. then you have to realize that whether it is um, a monetized um, podcast or analyst or whatever, they'll have headlines for clicks and certain things for clicks. And you may know different and you may know better because your kid is actually in the program. And so, you know, that that's for clicks and everything is monetized. So once you put things in perspective, it helps you to handle it better. We always talk yeah. about my saying, I don't water the weeds. Every now and then I'll like have to clap back a little bit because it's like, okay, I got time today. But for the most part, I keep scrolling or I'll block yeah. or, you know, because everybody has an opinion and social media gives everybody a voice and a platform. And that's okay. And, and it's that's okay. okay. Some people are not so nice, but you know your kid. Mm -hmm. I know my kid. I always say, I, I affirm, I'm, I'm a big, person about affirmation i affirm myself i affirm my kid my husband and i we send him messages to the world don't have to love you you know you got love right here at home you know we're gonna mm -hmm. give you enough we're gonna fill your portion and guess what when you right. run out we're gonna fill you back up so we try to give him that perspective and he's so nonchalant he doesn't he just wants to work like you yes. can't work him just as a worker that's he 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 acts more mature than what he is he looks a little bit older and he just wants to work and he wants to do the work. We see, though, as the parents, all of it. We see what they're doing. We see what people are saying. So it's just kind of one of those things that fans understand. These kids come with context. They're still growing. They're 18, 19, 20, 21. They're still growing. Imagine if we had to grow up and people watched and, and pulled us apart. I you know, that. so I, I think that it's okay to be critical of the game. It's okay to be critical of a play or a skill, but some of the things they name call players, give them nicknames and all this type of stuff. I'm like, that's so immature. Like these are this is somebody's kid, you know. And don't but they still play. Say because fans get mad now when the mom take up our kids. Get in their butts. They get look, mad. What I look like? What I look like? Not saying nothing. But at the end of the day, they still on the best D1 team. In the Absolutely. People who and that's what makes me proud to see Trey out there on that field. Yeah, it makes me so proud. I love that. You see the goal, you know the calling on his life, you know his destiny. Mm -hmm. And so that's why, and then you stuff and look at stuff, even, you know, with my own son, I'm just like, but they don't know what I know. <laughs> they don't know what I, what I know in my heart, you know, because we have that connection, you know, and if you follow me enough, you know, I am a person that I believe I'm destiny driven. And, you know, they don't know the destiny that was shown to me about my child. So it's okay. It's not for yeah. them. I love that. Mama, 
Mama Finkley, you say, you said it a little earlier. I want to emphasize this because this is one of my, you are full of amazing sayings, but this is one of my very favorite sayings that you have. Don't water the weeds. Don't That's hit. so hard to do. It is hard. It's and, hard. And we all so fight that hard fight. to do. Um, you know, don't pay attention <clears throat> to people that can't affect your life. Right. Mm -hmm. And I love that saying, but I will, if you would allow me, I'd like to add a little bit, a little bit onto that. So yes. don't water the weeds, but sometimes you got to take a blowtorch to them. Sometimes, sometimes you got to light it Sometimes up. you just got to blowtorch them. Sometimes I got time for that. You <laughs> time. It's, it's hard because you don't want to get dragged into the mud. Once every six months, I might come out like, Okay, just, just clean those weeds right up, now. girl. Just blowtorch them. Get them off that driveway. Call it a day. I, I don't know how y'all do it. Like I, I have mad respect for the mamas because I'm just. I mean, hmm. I'm an alumni, but I'm also right now just a fan, and I get mad. Yeah. And I try hard to just scroll. Don't because somebody with 38 followers doesn't need people <laughs> with more followers to promote them and tag them and share them because then that's what they wanted and nobody they want would have seen. They want to nobody would have seen what they said if we just scrolled on by. <clears throat> and some, yeah. even people with huge accounts who purposely, you know, tag us or or comment or insult us just so so that they're. 80,000 followers can start attacking you, right? That stuff happens to all of all of us, right? Every fan base has this experience. Um, but I can't imagine what it's like to have people insulting your child. I, like, I want to drive people. up to their house. Listen, yeah. Like if I see people. one comment or something, <laughs> I, I block it because I can control, I can control what I can control. And sometimes what I've learned about social media and algorithms, y'all, is that if somebody that I follow comments or follow someone else their stuff will come into my right. and some sometimes mm -hmm. stuff that I don't want to see or it could be about my child or somebody else's child but if it's not the vibe that I want I'll block you and I won't you may think I see it or they may think they're talking and I don't even see it because yeah this what I I've never seen so let me tell you that mute button block them. that the, mute button the block is strong see I, me I block hand I, is strong <laughs> I will my block foo can be strong if I really if if you've got a cactus, chances are high you're going to get blocked. But I will say for me, the mute is my favorite because they just sit, they have no mm. idea. They sit there and they talk into the ether and yeah. they're screaming to their seven followers. <laughs> yeah. And there's no light on that. Nobody's going to see that. You you do you, boo. I'm going to live be over here and live my best life. And I don't hear a damn thing you're saying. That's right. I'm doing good. And, and the blessing is not missed. You know, we hear, and I let me tell you, I've met some wonderful people like you guys like the mamas. And I, I think I said this to you all this past week, you could not have told me six years, six years ago that I'll be in this space with these people, these wonderful people that I, you know, I met because my son plays football. Um, and so relationships are very important to me, but if you keep it in perspective and you just know that what they're doing is so much bigger than someone's opinion, it keeps you grounded. You know what I mean? Like, what they're accomplishing is so much bigger. Like they're bigger fish to fry. So people are going to be people. You can't control that. The only thing I can do is support my child. I'm going to go hard for them. I don't ever have to read anything positive about justice. Cause guess what? I'm going to post it myself. Like, I don't care. Like well, I don't ever, well. I don't, I don't, I don't have to wait on anyone to affirm him because guess what? I'll put a clip out there myself. Like, look at my baby. Look what he did. 
And it's not being, it's not bragging because I don't brag on me. I brag on who created me. So I, I, it's not about that, but it's just that he's never been raised. He, he's merit-based. My husband always told his coaches, his teachers don't give him anything, make them earn it. We don't want any charity. And so we know that the world is political, even on our jobs or whatever, it's political, but he's going to stay doing what he's supposed to do, getting on his grind. And he doesn't have to worry about the noise of who's affirming him you know, who's okay with what he's doing, what, you know, fans are saying, all of that is so missed on him, you know? And so I put enough energy out there, I think, because I, I'm like Mama Angie, I'm proud of him, brings me to, to tears to see, you know, I cry whenever we, every time I have to leave and come back to Birmingham, but I posted myself. I don't need, I don't need, I don't care. You can call me. I've heard him call everything, but just back to Alabama. sometimes. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's my child. I know who he is. What was that, Angie? <laughs> she said she cried to go back to Alabama. I yeah. cried when I have to go back to Dallas. <laughs> not baby. Well, one thing I have learned about social media is like say it's been four years. So mm-hmm. um I you would know. read some of the stuff and I would be to be honest, y'all want me to be honest? Yes, all please. the way. Yes, all the way. A lot of people don't really know football. They really don't know. Ooh, they don't watch film. They don't know. They don't watch football. Somebody who watched film football. Yes, I know football. And when I'm (laughs) reading the comments, they don't know football. Right. So I just keep scrolling. Uh So um, I don't even pay any attention to it. And Mm -hmm. then at the end of the day, ball doesn't lie. So ball don't lie. That's that is period. That that right there is like mic drop. Nine yeah, mic drop. Out of ten, they didn't play D one college football. They didn't, or they didn't evaluate it at a high level, and they just what you know checked in on highlights or clips or heard other people. Or comments. what somebody else said. A lot yeah. of it is recycling <laughs> other people's opinions. That's like, true. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah. You know. You'll see me post sometimes. Like, and you know, oh, I'm so glad to talk to somebody who watched film on how kids can, how you impact the game in different ways. There's so many ways to impact the game. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. So know. many different ways. Yeah. And, you know, even like tackles, like you can have a uh, hundred tackles, but mm-hmm. there's more to tackles in a position. That's right. You know, um, there's, it's, it's not just tackling. So, yes. I mean, I just see a lot of things. And so I just kind of keep scrolling and mm-hmm. because be like, they don't know. They don't know. know? And yeah. I love that. Yeah, and, they don't know. And Yolanda, that, that's a really great thing. Angie, I think you said this at the beginning when you first joined us. You know, Trey, Trey's one of the younger guys on the team. He came in as mm-hmm. a, he is a running back, but you're seeing him and he's having such joy playing and getting on that field not as a running back right and, right special teams and that's exactly it his so, time will come right yeah. and, I, and, and I you know what listen it ain't even about his time coming it's about everything that that's helped building him him being on special team is going to show him yeah. it's showing him how oh, big yeah. those boys are how fast those boys are how they hit everything and that's going to prepare him for when he do get back there <clears> to be a running back so it's okay. And so and I will. I will tell you um, about the special teams. Yeah, play special teams. Um, that's that's vital. Um, it's needed, and he's on the field. He's, he's playing, amen. and amen. He's, you know he's young, 
And so he's happy. You got to put in the work. He's happy. He's having an impact early. There will be a time that will come that he won't be special teams because there will be the other players that will come in will be the freshmen. And, but again, you know, special teams is it's it's a part of the team as well just like you have yeah, defense he's have helping offense, out special he's teams. Out. correct so and that's I, think all that said, Mama, I think what is important teams is um, definitely important what she's he's happy he's and happy. so nothing else matters i mean when uh-huh. a kid right. is happy and the green light is on that is just unmet it's priceless he mm-hmm. is happy. Mm-hmm. See, uh, and another thing I can say, and I'm not trying to cut you off. A lot of these kids, okay, so we go back to the stars, y'all. Yeah. I don't, those stars mm-hmm. blow these kids. They don't mean up. a hill of beans. They go in the garbage. <laughs> but, 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 we know that. I know that. But this is, what, this is what those stars do. I don't know who created that, but I guess that's something that they need. But you have some of these five stars four stars going to college feeling like oh I'm this so I'm gonna get that and they get humbled real fast and and realize some stars don't mean nothing them stars don't mean nothing at this level was the best at their yes everyone at this level was the best in their city everybody at this exactly top in their state so now you gotta get there and put in the work you gotta fight every day every day it's a dog fight baby it's a dog fight baby and I he listen Trey it's so humble when and and I'm glad I got him when we was in Mahel, we went from Mahel, Waco to Dallas. So he knows the different levels of football. So in Mahel, it's three A, right, y'all? So he was quarterback, he was mm-hmm. running back, he was safety, he probably was the wide receiver, concessions, parking. I hated it. I hated it for him. So we moved to Waco. Boom, he was quarterback. He was running back. He played on uh, defense. Mm-hmm. They got in uh, a playoff game, and Trey, somebody, when he when the guy tackled him, I think he hit Trey on with his helmet. Y'all, he cracked my baby forearm. And Trey mm-hmm. had, that was on defense. He would not get out of the game. So he knows the different level. And when I tell you my baby is happy, he is happy to be a Texas. He, happy, he told me, Mama, anywhere I can contribute and help out, I'm okay. That's if I good gotta, because if it's I got to hold the ball, exactly. Exactly. Yes, you know, I got to hold the ball. If I got to hold the ball, put him the punt at the end of the day. I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy with helping my team. I'm happy. 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 I'm did you play D1? Did you play football? Are you an NFL player? I mean, I have a t shirt that I made that says film over you know? So that's my film over. <laughs> I have a t shirt I literally made. Okay. He was a four star. You know, Justice was a four scenes. star. Justice called himself six star. It used to be in his bio. <laughs> <laughs> he called himself six star. It's not, because it's not what people call you, it's the work you put in and call yourself. So our whole thing was film over rank. But the happy piece, Mama Angie, I, I give tough love and it may sound unrealistic. But I've always told him when it's when you stop being happy, we're not gonna do this anymore. We're not gonna do it. And so I'm mm-hmm. always asking, are you happy? Are you happy? Are you happy with, mm-hmm. with what you're doing? And he's very hard on himself, y'all. Make the same here. That's you know he's very. His coaches have to tell him, hey, you know it's okay. <clears throat> but he's very coachable and, and and literal. So if he doesn't get something right, 
he's gonna keep at it until he gets it you know right he's very very hard on himself and he pushes himself but if it comes to the point where you're not enjoying it it's a burden because you know blessings are cousins to burdens right you yeah know, it's a cousin to a burden i mean blessings come with 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 heart with with it's heavy it can be heavy and so if it come, if it's too heavy i'm okay with you walking away but he loves it he loves where he is he loves playing ball and so um you know we're all good over here all right mm-hmm. i have we, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up soon because you're amazing and i could keep y'all all night because y'all i just could listen to you all night but i'm gonna ask you one quick question and then we're gonna do our <laughs> wrap-up thoughts so okay. some of you like we said we have a sophomore a junior a freshman sophomore junior senior in this group what effect does texas have going to the sec we know um april flinkley you're in sec country some of you your children it might have affected recruiting some of you were already here when it was announced but what effect does texas joining the sec have on you your family your child your student athlete well for us we'll be closer (laughs) you know we'll be close we can get to go to the games close you know because we're having to fly out or either we'll drive it, you know, every now and then that's a 12 hour drive. But um, so our family, you know, will get a chance probably to go to games, you know, Vandy won't be too far and, you know, so um, that that's the biggest part of it in terms of proximity. Um, But conference wise, in terms of what, what would we, what would we prefer? um, We're just open to, we make a decision based on conference or potential conference. Um, even though when justice committed, the word was already out that Texas was leaving. I think it was supposed to be in 2025. Mm-hmm. So we we're like, you may even be gone by then, right? Um, but Texas left a year early, so that's a good thing. So coming to the SEC for us in terms of location, we love it. We love okay. it. Okay. I love it. All right. Uh, Miss Yolanda Taylor, what are you thinking about the SEC? How are you feeling Your about son it? Your son will be in NFL by then, but thoughts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, I don't know what God's plan is for him. So, you know, whatever his plan is, if all goes well, we'll see if he's here next year. But um, oh. I think it's... Um, oh! Yeah. <laughs> we'll see we'll see okay yeah I think um the SEC I think is going to be really great you know um I know that traveling will probably be a big nugget because you know if you're in Texas you know I mean of course the home games but I don't know how they'll divide it up I think because there's a lot of schools in the SEC so they'll be divided up you know, and there'll be a lot of traveling. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but I think um, the recruiting (laughs) in this past couple years since Sark has been here has been great for the school and for the university. And so they are definitely preparing themselves for the SEC. And so I think they're ready. Mm -hmm. Actually, um, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a good experience for them. Um, And I couldn't be actually more proud to actually um, still be a hook'em. I'm a, still a hook'em, you know? No matter if Jalen is here next year or not. So I will definitely be, you know, happy to see them in um, the SEC. 
Yeah. You tease You know, it. and they say, you know, that's the best conference. You know, that's what they're saying. That's what they've been saying for years. It SEC, SEC. More. Um, <laughs> it just means more. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's the same. every time I look at it, it's like it means more arrests. It means more cheating. It means more. No, I'm just. Kidding. It did, but now that Texas is there, we're gonna elevate. We're that. gonna elevate. Gonna elevate. The, we, I mean, the the academic standards will rise by like triple as soon as we. Do. Okay, Mama Broughton, does the SEC? What are you What are you looking forward to next year? Well, um, I. I think we've all have said, and we all know that Texas has the brand. Mm -hmm. um, I, 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 there's no doubt in my mind. Um, and I'm not just talking about football. Texas is competitive in every athletic yes. Yes. Uh, standpoint. And there's no doubt in my mind, they're ready to compete at that level of SEC simply because of the ranking and the votes that it gets, I believe the <clears throat> SEC does hold more weight mm -hmm. um, yeah. than other conferences. Um, um, I, I just believe that Texas is going to be able to build a bigger brand with the SEC uh, support behind them from NFL uh, standpoint, getting more players getting drafted. Um, mm -hmm. Just more opportunities for our players, whether my child wants to go to the NFL or not. I know he's focused on his degree and um, prayerfully other opportunities open up. And so there's no doubt in my mind uh, just watching them. Women's basketball, top tier. Volleyball, top tier. Oh, my God. I, I want to come there for mm -hmm. a volleyball game. Uh, <laughs> golf. Join us. No, I mean, all of the sports. Join us. I didn't Everything. know that. It's, I may say his name wrong, but the golf player, Spice. Spice. Uh, yeah. Jordan yeah. Spice. Congratulations, yes, he has a new know. baby today. Exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, um, so I'm really excited about that, but there's no doubt in my mind that it boosts the brand and the, the quality of athletics across the board. So um, I'm really excited about the future. And my son has eligibility left, and I'm praying that he maximizes everything that Texas has to offer. And right. I'm going to continue to push uh, push that proponent of it. So, but real it. quick, um, us, not, I'm liking it. <laughs> not to get away from your question about the SEC, but I just want you, Rocky, to keep pushing your daughter. Okay. There's no doubt in my mind that you have prepared her, you've given her the wings to fly. Uh, um, that when she's not in your presence, she knows you've yeah. been there. So don't feel guilty that yeah. you can't be there. I had my son would be playing AAU basketball in California. My daughters, we're in Philadelphia at, at in Hershey, uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania. You know, so we just have to trust. But you continue to put the work in with Nadia, you continue to uh, grind with her and get the training she needs. And you're going to be in that same position that we are. And there's no doubt in my mind. Mm -hmm. So I, mean, I'll, I'll I just want you to encourage you to keep that, <laughs> yeah. keep that up. I hope she has yeah. lots of opportunities. 
as you all know, the academics, when the academics are there, it opens so many more doors. All of your sons excelled in academics to to apply, to qualify to play football at Texas. So as much as we talk about the football, we know Texas does not lower Everybody the academic can't go standards. The of Texas. I don't exactly. care how good you are. You better ball. come with your, yeah, with your transcripts if you're talking yeah. football at Texas. Mm. So in addition, in addition to yeah. the high football standard, there is a high academic standard. Yeah. So we cannot oh, yeah. go without. So Angie, um, any thoughts about your your son has his future career ahead in the SEC? What are, what are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Um. Miss Yolanda was saying that they were saying it was bigger. My thought is, if it's bigger and better, that's just be- that's good for our players because that's gonna make them that much better. But we ready. The defense ready. Texas have Texas have a darn good defense. Man, them boys on defense, <laughs> I love them. Yeah. Well, we got three defensive mamas. We got, mamas. We got a lot of good girls. <laughs> and I was doing the right thing to say, my friend. Yeah. We have three defensive mama. mamas and one offensive mama. Boy, that defense be out there talking about I love a good defense win the game. I don't care what I don't people yeah, say. You know, you hear, you hear a lot of that Texas isn't yeah. for the SEC. And like yeah. Mama B said, competitively, in all sports, go to the trophy room. I mean, Texas excels as more national champions. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know why they say that. In my mind, being in the SEC, and I think Justice had every SEC offer, except maybe Mizzou. And you have to realize that we played 7A Region 4 football, which I call the SEC of high school football in Alabama. So all of his teammates, they play LSU, they're Ole Miss, they're in the SEC. So for in my mind, he will be playing against the caliber of kids. Exactly, exactly. Playing against. That's what I've been thinking anyway. Exactly. You know, so in my mind, I'm like, why not? And then you look at our strength and conditioning program. You look at the direction that this staff is, the steps that get the kids there. I, I've seen some kids that their bodies are just like, in a year, I'm like, that's the same kid that was on the field. So they're getting them ready. Um, So I don't understand. And mm-hmm. in, the words of, uh, in the words of a hyped up, Justice, it's this what we do. SEC ain't ready. <laughs> I said now, and, and so when I went to him, I said, "That's his mama's child." He was his mama in that moment. There's you no, know, Josh is very much more quiet, and so Justice, when you meet him, is very quiet. So when you get him in that that moment to see that, I was happy to see it because he was yes. he was nineteen year old kid talking smack, celebrate. He, he was celebrating yeah, a little bit of crazy like his mama through. Jock is the super glue. You're the crazy glue. He had the crazy, crazy glue. glue coming through. It was perfect. <laughs> it, it, he deserved every every second of that celebration. Absolutely. Yeah. So, SEC. I was. Um, <laughs> I was exactly. listening to. Um, I think it was today. I was listening to Sark mention the defense, and he was saying how mm. they were playing fast and physical and nasty and aggressive. And I'm like, yes, that's SEC you know. ball is very so, it's fast. It's fast, yes. it's fast football. So, yeah, it's fast yeah, football. Yeah, so um, it's, it's good to see. It's good to see. So we're gonna, okay, we're know. gonna be more than okay. Yeah, our defense yeah. is everything. I can't even lie. Defense, <laughs> we have some good defense. I like <laughs> the defensive mama. mama on here is just out here hyping the defense. That, that my friends, do. Is we, we do that, every time. Culture. When you I know, go to work, every time I leave a game and I go to work. 
you know, I, I work in the uh, at a nursing home, so the guys be always on me. I'll be like, man, our defense won that game. <laughs> defense. The offense puts, on a, a little bit of, put, puts in a little bit of work, too. I, uh, it's exciting uh, to talk. Oh, go ahead. Ms. Go ahead. Ms. Wise, did, uh-huh. you, did, you, did you stress to your coworkers that uh, Murphy got our first touchdown? That's a, that's a big man touchdown. They seen it, yeah. Big man touchdown. We seen it. Okay, okay, they seen okay, it. We okay. talking about it. He big yes. boy. That's he big. Boy. You know, yeah, all, uh, all of us that. predicted the, the the first touchdown drive would be Savion Red and Byron Murphy. <laughs> we we all predicted that. <laughs> you, you know what no. I think? In, Who and is listen to Mama mom? Aunt, and listen to mom. She, that's, she's on the phone. And listen, that's, okay, Mama. that's Yolanda Taylor. Yeah, that's the one I like right there. Oh, for the bad man. Yeah. So Angie Weisner, please meet Yolanda Taylor. That is Jalen Ford's mama. Or how I'm like 41. We, I'm not calling him Jalen. I said 41. That's how I know him. <laughs> and, and then part of what with um listening to Mama Andy, you know, just being defense moms even from where it's high school ball, you know, they don't get a lot of the shine because they're not making the touchdowns. They're not, you know what I'm saying? So we kind of go hard for them as defense moms, like, yeah, D-line. So that's still some of that same same energy. We, just, you know, like to see them get out there because they don't, you know, Listen, necessarily, they're not necessarily the face of, <laughs> you know. If I could say anything. Well, hello, Miss Angie. I'm your hello. <laughs> How you After doing? Hour and a half. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I wasn't saying who. I knew that was her mom, but I just wanted to tell her that that's a I bad man. Her. That's a bad uh, man. That's, that's props right there. I love it. Well, yeah, I appreciate. Look, I love that. it Thank when you. parents cheer on other kids because we want them all to. Yeah, that is all special. Absolutely. You know, been like that, like. <laughs> You know, I want them. The off. rising tide floats all the boats, right? That's like right. We're, when we're when the when the team is winning, all our all your sons are winning. Right? Exactly. Yes, team and everyone. That's I want right. everyone just, to eat. You know, I want just how just how they support each other. That's how the, the boys support each other. The parents also support each other as well. Yeah, and absolutely. I, yeah, I, and I will true say, as um, okay. as we say that. Like, um, I ain't gonna tell y'all I stopped the traffic the other night to, I held the traffic up to jump out and give, um, Ford his props and give him a hug and nobody had a problem with it. Right. <laughs> but I, I appreciate, um, Yolanda, Sean, several parents, Tracy, you know, not only are we imparting our own children. But we have other parents pulling them aside. Collins, he already know. All right, what I do, Mama B? I don't even know football, but he's listening. You know, (laughs) football. I Mama, you've been around long enough. Remember, Mama B? I called Vernon and gave him a powwow. She did. And and guess what? (laughs) Vernon and Collins were on South Padre Island. (laughs) <laughs> um, hanging out for spring break, and she lit into his butt. I thank you. Yes, I I, I told her. I most definitely do mine. It takes a village, yeah. right? I told it takes, you. Y'all, y'all, y'all definitely can say anything to mine. <laughs> I, I welcome he that. Answered, I will he not answered the phone, and um, he answered the phone, and I said, "This is Yolanda." <laughs> And he said, that's my mama name. <laughs> yeah. I said, well, 
I said, I'm Yolanda. Sue, that's my name. He said, okay. So I said, this is Yolanda. This is Jay Ford's mom. He said, oh, hi. And I just laid into him. <laughs> I did. I told him, it's your year. I said, this is your year. She I don't sure want no did. excuses. I said, no okay. excuses. I love that. I said, and listening to Yolanda and Mama B who watched their boys grow through the program, who watched their boys, you know, now you see them like burning, cut up the other night. Like literally, like he, I mean, he's a great football player anyway, but you know, Saturday night, boy, he was on fire, mama. But the, t that journey also teaches the other moms, if you don't yes. have yes. patience, it teaches them that everything yes. comes out because we're on one end and we, you know, we talk to our kids and we can see it. Like for me, I look at Justice. Um, the way he's playing right now, some people I've, I've seen comments like, oh, he's not starting. He's not playing this. He's versatile. He's versatile. You're telling me he's the backup to this side and this mm -hmm. side? That means he knows this side, you know, you know what I'm saying? He knows this end exactly. and the other end. That's versatility. That's right. adding value to him. So I'm like, so people who don't know ball don't get it. But if you know ball and you're like, this kid can play. If this person goes out, if the starter here goes out, he knows he can step in at the start on the other side. So you have to look at ways that they're adding value in the development and look at, you know, that piece of it. And so just looking exactly. listen to Yolanda and Yolanda and Mama B, they've been on this journey, you know. Yeah. This is just Justice's second season. He played in 12 games last year. That's phenomenal. Like, there are a lot of kids in his classes, core people know, they won't see the field, really, maybe sometimes right. like in the third right. or fourth year. So to start getting that development early is an awesome opportunity. So I, I saw your we... son dropping in the past coverage on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> you know and and so just like his thing is we've always taught him do your job and so he's gonna go out there and do his job do your job do what you're you know execute what you're you're supposed to execute get better at it all the time but i look at it as like man you're you're versatile if you can do it you're adding value to yourself so those type of lessons and exactly wisdom that we can it just clicked on me miss finley it just clicked in my head april when you were saying that about trey as well mm-hmm yeah, that's those who know, no. Those exactly. who know, no. Justice got his first offer his freshman year from LSU. He had not played a down of varsity. He was on kickoff. And so he got, and so you have you had people like, how did he get my son's been playing? He's a senior. He got, how did he get, you know, people who know ball study kids. They study them, they understand, they see potential. But we had a coach when he was being recruited by another SEC school that said, I like the way you look on the sidelines. I like, I like the way, the way you, you get off the bus. <laughs> I like the way, no, the way that he followed, even though he wasn't starting because he played on freshman team, he liked the way he followed the coach and the team down the field. When they went to the, to the, to the tent, to the huddle, he wasn't starting, but he was on the perimeter. So he could hear. So he saw that this kid, even though he's not in the game, he has qualities that I would want as a football player because he's still plugged in, even though he's not on the field. Absolutely. Yeah, so I think that's like, an important lesson. I, I do. I think that's an important lesson for for all players, right? Like, it's not just about 
every piece that you execute on the field. It's about the attitude that you bring. It's about your work ethic. It's about energy, energy, what you do for the team, how you're working when nobody's looking, right? Like that's the important Absolutely. part. Shine, Justice has a saying, shine where the lights don't. And I re- I, I, repo- I posted that last week, but he used to say in the high school, shine where the lights don't. Put in the grind, put in the work where the lights aren't always shining, you know? So, it, you know, you still keep that intensity. And I was telling someone here, and I'm going to stop talking because y'all have a lot of editing to do to cut out some of all this stuff. That we're gonna- <laughs> oh, I'm not, I'm not cutting it. I was telling someone here that. Because y'all didn't ask me to. We're letting <laughs> we're it all out, about, you know? So, like, how, you know, <clears throat> um, the, the hype over when our kids, you know, beat Bama. Which is a testament to Bama and the program that they be like that is a compliment to be that hype to beat Bama. I, I, if I was Bama, I'd be like, yeah, everybody wants to. We're your Super Bowl, right? Yep. But even our kids who did not get in the game, who did not play, and I have to explain this to people, those same kids are out there on field temps practicing that are 160 degrees. Mm-hmm. They are just as important to the team to that win. Because those kids, you know, some are on scout team, some are, they're practicing under the same conditions as kids who mm-hmm. the game. So well, they deserve that celebration and that win as well. So I, I'm like, all of y'all just turn up, you know. Mama, I, I want to bring that real quick. We're, we'll wrap up here pretty quick, but I think that is a perfect thing to say. We saw that in the game prep for Alabama. Sark mm-hmm. put Savion Red running a a milrow like offense right mm-hmm. red was in, standing in as jalen milrow mm-hmm. and that's how texas prepared and texas shut mm-hmm. him down and then we see the next week against wyoming savion mm-hmm. red's got a few new plays mm-hmm. he got not, a few new opportunities. Not, just, not just plays crucial mm-hmm. fourth he's rewarded yeah so to your point <clears throat> The work that Savion put in, and and I'm singling him out as an example. I'm not saying he's the only one, obviously, but the work that Savion put in behind the scenes when nobody was looking, nobody could see it, when it was just the team practicing where the lights weren't and the cameras were off, that that earned him the opportunity and the ability to help his team literally the next week. It helped it helped the team prep for Alabama. And then he had his opportunity to shine when the cameras were on and when when the team really needed him. So I think that is that's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I've got to say, y'all, we always enjoy these segments. We love having y'all on. We love having the mamas here. I would tell y'all one of the things that I'm very proud of, and Rocky and I have been around the program for a really long time. We've we've seen families come and go. We've seen players come and go. I got to tell y'all, this is a special group. This is a special team. And every single thing that y'all have been talking about, every single point that you've hit on, just speaks to the culture that Texas is building. It speaks to the foundation that has been laid and, and what is truly being built up at this program. The fact that we're in year three of a, of a whole new coaching staff and we've got players from that have been here for a minute and players that are new all, all the way through the gamut that are buying into the program. We have families that understand the culture. And again, we've got mamas, Miss Angie, you're here. You're, you're the one offensive mama hyping up the defense, right? And we've got <laughs> about the offense. I mean, this, this mm-hmm. is different. This feels different. And this is where I think the fans can really take solace and, and pay attention to these little things, pay attention to these little changes that are different because these tiny culture shifts, these tiny little changes that we see here and there make all the difference in the world, which is why we're seeing 
are Texas Longhorns going in as number four in the nation as we start conference play? It's three. A, no, did we three? Three. We're three. It, it was number three. It was number three. All right. All right. I like it. Get it right. Get it right. Get it tight. Three. So, so this is three. We jumped Florida State. So this is amazing to see on every levels. Again, I've. Yo, I was in Kansas at Kansas when Texas lost to Kansas in 2016, and that was a low point in my fandom. So to see us here, to to hear these stories, to hear the passion and the love and the support that's coming from behind the scenes, from from truly the the rocks and the foundation that that built these young men up, I got to tell you, it it makes my heart happy. It it brings me a lot of joy, mm-hmm. um, and we're so so grateful to have you here. We have one more little segment. It's kind of fun. So y'all, I hope you loosen up a little you each, bit. You each get one minute and then we're done for the night. It is. It's real quick. Okay. Um, we I call know it you got families and you got to get on with your lives. So we're going to go through a quick <laughs> run through. We call it, get it off your chest. Now this can be a good rant, a bad rant. It can be positivity, positive, negative, whatever you, whatever you're feeling in your heart, my loves, you just spit it out there. You have one minute. To, to and I, spin and it off your chest. This. We'll time it. We'll count you down. We'll tell you what you got. So I, Rocky and I will start just to give you a, a feel for the vibe and to give you a little bit of time to think what your get it off your chest comment is going to be. I need to think of mine. <laughs> <laughs> we're springing it on you last minute. So, so we're going to run this. And we actually have a little audio for it. You ready? And here's a get it off your chest. Put it in the book. You can't handle the truth. Say it with your chest. I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. <laughs> That's the best. I love it. I love that. I love that Rocky cracks up at her own audio. It makes me happy. I love it. <laughs> with your chest. And I never told anybody. <laughs> Do y'all know what that what that's from? That audio? The last clip? No. You can't handle the truth. I know no, you that can't one. Well, okay. Yeah, that one. That one is yeah. the the um the Tom Cruise Few good men. Mm-hmm. But the 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 last one is like I never told anybody because I'm so it's mean girls. Mean girls. We we had to throw a little bit. Oh. It's so funny because she's not a good friend. All right, Rocky. So put my minute on the camera. All right, I'm starting her timer. I'm gonna launch into it. She's ready. Okay, go. And here we go. All right, y'all. So I have been around the program since I was born. I I love my Texas team. I love my Texas fandom. I love my Texas fans. But I got to say, y'all, I'm over the chicken littling. Texas fans, I am begging you. Can we stop with the chicken little? The sky is not falling every single second of every single day. When you hear one bad piece of news, it doesn't mean the world is ending. And look, I know you might not have been a D1 athlete. You might not have played in high school. <laughs> that means you need to calm it down a bit, take a breath, and look at the body of work. All right? So I'm just begging you, Texas fans, I love you. I am one of you. Just just, just take a breath. Touch some grass. Smell the air in your lungs. Feel good about your life. Give it a minute <laughs> and recognize that not everything is the end of the world. All right? I love you. Hook them forever. That's my minute. There's Done. it off my chest. Time. All right. Good job. <laughs> there it is. All right. Okay. Mine is. Oh, I'll go. Right. oh you're ready. No, Mama B, okay. though. 
Oh, that's already. Yes. I'm going to start Taylor. the timer for you, Londa. I am so over every game that Texas plays, every minute, every second. It's all negative <laughs> when it's, it's just negative. Nothing is positive, but it's, it's four quarters played. Okay. It's four quarters. That's right. Chill, chill out. Clapping that. Okay. Right. And have faith in your team. Have faith in your team and trust in your team because it's four quarters. It's four quarters played. I love it. Okay. I love this. You, you still have it. 20 seconds. It's Get up so <laughs> much. It's just so much. And then it's like, it's things that I don't want to see. It's like I go back and I see these things that are said and it's like, oh my gosh. They said that, but we won the game. So, all right, good job. There it is. We won the game. That's going to be my favorite Especially clip. now that we're a fourth quarter team, you know, like don't, <laughs> don't panic. It's we're a fourth quarter team. We'll drop 21 That's in the fourth. It. Calm down. That's and it. I, and I love Calm that down. because at the end of the day, I will take an ugly win over a pretty loss. Anytime. Texas is three and oh, for the first time since 2012. Let's be surprised. As we all know, there are going to be games that you have to grind it out. There are going to be games. It's not going to always be pretty. We got to target It's not going to be the way that you want it to go. You we, know, I mean, there are going to be some drop passes, <clears throat> there are going to be some blown coverages. That's a part right. of the game. Chill out. I love it. Chill out. Faith. I'm ready. I'm All ready right. Go. Yeah. Oh, Mama, Mama B. Mama B. I got your short timer. Sweet. Go. We're putting your minute on clock in. Go. All right. I just need to get this off my chest. And I don't know football. But I'm just so tired of hearing, are we back? Texas is back. Where they at? Okay. So Mystical says, where they at? They on the field. And understand that players make plays. And if it comes in the fourth quarter, it comes. So then, enjoy the game. Make sure you get your drinks, your snacks, all before third quarter, before the concession stand closes, okay? And understand that um, Sark allows all of us to coach from the bleachers. I mean, but um, we will. We are back, okay? We are back and for another season and currently we are three and oh okay as i humbly say that <laughs> i love it we, we are we are ending your one minute on we are back mfers we are back i love this. this oh my goodness this makes my soul happy now this is, this is amazing this, this is my favorite all right so dr finkley and miss angie who would like to go next with the get it off your chest? Now, keep in mind, it doesn't all have to be bitching at Texas. I started have that. It to be Texas. My minute is not Texas. So mine is going to be split. It's going to be a little bit of bitching and then some positivity. My I first think. thing is go. When we, those, first of all, I don't know who designed the seats, but <laughs> <laughs> somebody with no hips. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and they did it. was a white the, man, I promise. With, Sorry. With the knees in the back, with the knees in the back, you don't have no choice but to stand up. And then, if you know that you you want something, go get that and sit down. 
hear me? Sit down. Sit down. Don't keep on getting up and down, up and down, up and down. Go get your snacks, like she said, and sit down. Can we down. get a timeout? Timeout. Timeout. They make trays for a reason, goddammit. Sit down. I'm tired of getting up letting you go by. The same one, you got to go again. I'm sorry. That was me. <laughs> Again, <laughs> had to get another watermelon mule. Oh, you got 10 oh, seconds. God. Okay, oh, and my God. last thing is to the boys, we appreciate what you're doing on that field. Oh. It was hot this summer. Y'all was out there. Y'all was working. Keep doing what you're doing. Block out all the negative comments. Stay focused on your focus and do what you came to do. Yes, hey, there Angie, it is. Angie. I had huh? six seconds left. You can talk about those seats. Don't wear the wrong fabric. You'll slide right off that seat, too. And then those cushions? Y'all thought those cushions were doing something? You <laughs> sit on them cushions and they go flat and then they hurt your butt? Well, the cushions, the cushions at least cushion. save your seats. Because people start pushing and sliding and squishing their friends in. Can we talk about the man's spread? Oh my god! Can we talk? Can we talk about what you giving? What you giving? Wait, what you giving numbers for? Ain't nobody gonna sit in the right numbers anyway. What you giving numbers for? The first game, I saw one lady get up like seven times because everybody came to get her seat. She moved down. Somebody came and got that seat. She moved down. I'm like, where are you supposed to be? Where are you supposed to be? No, you be there. You just gonna sit there until somebody claim your face spot, huh? I will. I will stand up for this random woman a little bit because. Miss Yolanda Taylor, the first time we met, and this brings my heart great joy, and it also makes me blush a little bit. I, I We've made some friends. We've been very fortunate to know some of the families of, mm -hmm. of Texas players. And uh, Miss Yolanda, I think the first time, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the first time we met was at Texas Tech in Lubbock last year, I believe. Yeah, it was. Yes. And, and yes. my favorite question from you, you looked at me, you're like, oh, who's your son? I was like, yeah, I don't have a son on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here being a fan. I I love them. I'm friends with them. Yes, and, but yes, you were so gracious. You were so gracious and going, oh, okay, crazy. You're good. It's okay. But I did tell you that I liked your outfit. Yes, listen, that's that's where my obnoxiousness comes in. You wear the cape, you rock some obnoxious yeah, chains. You have that cape on. I was like, okay. I, I, I found you. I have found mm -hmm. in life if you act like you're supposed to be there nine times out of ten, they let you be there. So but I am yeah. grateful because that that yeah. led us to becoming friends and, and that makes my soul happy. So yeah. All right. So we have a couple more. April Finkley. Okay. Are you so ready? Hold on. Let me I, hit the start. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. Go. If you don't, if you don't watch football, just say that. If you don't know it, just say that because I'm so sick of seeing everybody regurgitate other people's. I'm gonna say poop takes. <laughs> you can cuss as much as you want here, Mama. We like we have. It, free... is, it is the same thing over and over again. I'm like, you don't watch film. You can't even do a, a, a sit up. Like I appreciate our fans. I. And 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 Texas fans know that I love them. I love Engage. I met some wonderful people. But you've got a few outliers out there. And they insult kids. They call kids names. All mm -hmm. of this stuff. One week, one <clears throat> season, 
they 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 hate the kid. The next season, they love the kid to death. And I have receipts. I can go back and be like, I remember when you used to dog that kid out. So, I mean, just be supportive. Those kids are putting in the work. Be supportive. The parents are putting in the work. You have to realize that, oh, here's my other thing. So I was going to say something else, but let me say this. Okay, but you're, here's hate, your minute. Here's your minute. Go, go, girl. I'll give you bonus. Go, 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 okay, so go, go. go. Here's the thing. I see, and I'm not necessarily saying myself because y'all know I really don't care. I affirm myself, but I see when uh, some football moms comment or defend their child or say something, people are like, they need to just be quiet, you know, you, you know, because they're a football mom, you know, no, they raised, they birthed and raised that child. The product that you see out there on the field playing for your favorite team are years of money, sacrifice in the heat, in the sun, in the cold. <laughs> That's their child. We got our sketch marks for them kids. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mama Angie. So it's like, you can't expect it. It's almost like that sentiment when they tell players they shouldn't have a political uh, opinion, just shut up and ball. It's almost like, just shut up and send us your kid. And I, it's not everyone. Please believe it's not everyone because I, I try not to even focus on the negative vibes, but I hate when I see parents get attacked for having an opinion it's like yes we had this kid but we watch football we love the game we love the school so don't just expect us not to have an opinion the next thing since mama angie started about the stadium the yetis i've got so many yetis because every time i go i have to get a new yeti just to get the size of the watermelon mule that i want why can't <laughs> i bring my clean empty yeti back i'll pay up dollars extra for a refill discharge me so if it's what $13. I paid extra five because I brought my Yeti, but I've got to buy another 40 something dollar Yeti. And I've got, I've given away Yetis. I don't mind buying the Yetis, but I mean, didn't 7 Eleven even let you bring your cup back for a refill? So that's See, something that's you can not consider. hygienic. That's the problem. No, it's, no. The issue, it's a TABC law. It's not hygienic. So can we do this? Alcohol. Pour it in a cup and let me pour it in my Yeti. Yeah, I, I don't agree with you. Yeah, I, you can bring in an empty Yeti. You can. I, I bring mine in Absolutely every week. I, are you sure? I, I'm positive. Yes, you it can. Is a yes. I'm telling y'all, it's a TABC law. It's if a it's Texas, in your clear bag. It's the Texas Alcohol and it's like beverage commission. The, the tobacco beverage commission. Yeah, alcohol yeah. and beverage commission. It is about uh, the control. You, they don't want you to be able to leave, load your shit up, and come back in. So they just say no. So I was no told you can't thing. bring in your empty yeti. I'm even okay. I get yes, the you can. Yes, I get the hygienic part because I don't want like somebody spout cup who didn't watch. So pour it in a cup and let me pour it in my yeti where it can stay cold. Yeah. Now, Mama B, I, mean? I want to hear your secrets. I feel like you've got a secret you're about to unleash. I, on. Mama, no. Mama, share, share, uh, share the knowledge. I, I, well, I bring my uh, reusable canister in every week full of ice. You have favor. Y you do. They, no, long. Okay, so I travel with it every game, everywhere we go. Ask Yolanda. We may so, need to cut this out of um, the segment <laughs> because they're going to so, be coming for you now, Mama. They're going to be no, coming for no. you. It, it <laughs> is like all, there is yeah, no liquid them. in there. It's just ice. And got, you can just turn it upside down for them and they allow you to bring it in. I've gotten yes. yelled at in the mama's entrance. That is true. I've gotten yelled at oh, for maybe a, the um, a koozie. I got yelled no. at for a metal koozie. I couldn't bring a metal koozie in because it could hold liquid. Therefore, it was a cup not allowed I'm, in. I'm going in with Whoa. mama B next there time. You go. I'm, I'm a, I'm a trick. Yeah. I like how the Yeti, because it's so hot, I like how the Yeti yes. is cold. 
So yes. I wouldn't even mind purchasing it in a cup and just being able to pour it into my Yeti. Now, if you want some Mama tips B, tricks, we're gonna meet up. Yes. If I'm you want some tips, no problem. Tricks, I can tell you how to sneak stuff into the stadium, but that's for a different time in a different place. <laughs> not published. Right. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay. do my. I'm I gonna have, do my. I need a quick timeout. Oh, quick. go ahead. Just a comment on Angie. They don't understand Angie's comment. Some of us got some junk in our trunk. <laughs> that little square pad. Some people have just a hand. You know, you got long legs. Hey, when you sit down, down, the air goes out. And you get up, the yeah. air goes in. But listen, the knees. I'm hitting. Oh. I'm hitting three people in the back with my yeah. knees. Three yeah, people you got my knees. And I'm saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm Excuse sorry. Me. Every yeah, time I'm I jump up, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I, I, please forgive me. I'm just going to cheer this. And I let them know. Well, I'm they should not be sitting. Listen, if that, that is a valid point. They should not be sitting down. And then when you walking by, I mean, you got to hear everybody slapping toes. folks upside the head. <laughs> 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 Listen, yeah. if we yeah. just have women feet. design stadiums, it would be a much oh better God. experience. We should just saying. have there should be a mama's suite. Yes. Where only mama's can get in. And you have like yes. you have big cushions, all the leg room. Oh, that nice. they bring you drinks. Like so oh, we talk be, to? we're gonna put oh, we're gonna put a call out now. Christopher Del Conte. We should all tag CDC. No, don't. Christopher Del Conte, if you are listening. You need listen. This is recruiting and advice, mama, sir. We free. Uh, no, you advice. don't say it, right? You don't say it. You don't say it. Let me say it. What's his uh, name? What's his name uh, again? Tell me his name. Chris Del Conte. Del Conte. Chris, so the, the seats are a valid issue. The first game. Hey, Chris. That I ever how you to, doing? I wore these rayon like jumpsuits. <laughs> Let I me I speak to Chris real quick, April. Let me speak to Chris. Hey, hey, Chris. How you doing? <laughs> I know it's nine forty-eight at night. Ten o'clock. <laughs> I'm sorry, but listen. Mm. Check into this for us, please. We need a mama sweet. Yeah. If it wasn't for us, you wouldn't have them boys. <laughs> there you go. And if y'all ever make this happen, please invite us for like one game. One game. Because we don't make it happen. Exactly. I, I help us, Chris. We need a mama sweet. We got there gifts and mama sweet. And there, should be mamas. there should be a mama sweet. And listen, I think the tagline has to be. Y'all got them stretch marks so we could have a football team. <laughs> so y'all deserve a damn sweet. Yeah. I'm just saying. Hash marks. Mama B. Mama B, that's a shirt design. Listen, 11 pounds. 11 pounds. I was 10 oh when he left God. the hospital. He's oh, the biggest oh baby with NICU. All oh. that little NICU babies like little Coke cans. Oh, that hurts. And I see you. That hurts. I, I can't. All right, let me. Let me respect. All right. I have my hand. I have my we got to wrap it up because Rocky, like Rocky I said, rant. we'd love to have y'all all night, but here we go. <laughs> all right. Here's my rant and it has nothing to do with Texas. All right, let's go. <laughs> Dion Sanders. <laughs> oh. I, I have had, and I've talked about this before on this podcast. I've had my, my camera experience with him as a human, <laughs> as much as I respect the, the product he's putting on the field, why is it all about him? What? I will still teach my children, take your hat off, take your glasses off, take your freaking headphones out of your ears when you're speaking to adults, when you're speaking to a room of people. I, that That's all I have to say. <laughs> Show some respect. <laughs> Done. <laughs> there it is. Done. Uh, all right, ladies. Call me old fashioned, but take your glasses off, take your hat off, take your ear AirPods out of your ears. 
listen and look people in the eye when you speak to them. Mama's team, we, team Norvell. Well, there is that. And and look, we got to give Norvell love because he was an OU and a Texas coach. But with, I think that was a pretty delightful get it off your chest. Do y'all feel better? I feel better. I do too. But I need fun. for Chris to understand me about the, that, that mama sweet. I need Chris to hear me out, but I feel better. Mama better. sweet. It, it is now our mission to help y'all get a mama sweet. And and like Rocky said, all, all we're asking is if that happens, Mr. Christopher Del Conte, we just want one invite, one game. It's fine. One, one game. game. It doesn't even have to be conference. <laughs> just one conference. So, so ladies, we are so grateful for you and for your time and for, for again, the, the young men and wonderful athletes and wonderful humans that you have gifted Texas with. We just want to say thank you. Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, we hope to have you on again soon. If you'll, if you'll have Absolutely. us, if you'll join us, we'd appreciate it. That was so fun. We can't that wait to see fun, you till yeah. at, at next game. And until then, I'm Megan. I'm Rocky. And we are Fire the Cannon. Good night. Good night. Good night. <clears throat> Bye. Bye, my friends. <laughs>